city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 31. Yeren rather than Lucy has caught Blood Veil, mm-hmm. so that means that Lucy has caught the NPC virus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in this case, what I was saying was that we'll, what I will do is I will skip over the scenes that involve her and Sabrina, and then come back to them in the next game, uh, and then run the rest of the play. Mm. Uh, I won't give you the end results, however, because they will depend on yeah, the form yeah. checks being made by people who are. Not, Not necessarily here. here. That all good with her? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when last we left you, the show must go on. I just like doing that. Mm, that's fine. I like you doing it too. Mm. Um, you had met Archibald Amadeus. Mm-hmm. who's absolutely not gay in any way. He just behaves that way because the theatre scene expects it, darling. Mm-hmm. Um, he is running the Passion of St. Elica. You have uh, accounted for your list of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flora has declared this to be a stupid plot hook and has stopped out. <laughs> it's so many words. It's so many words. Uh, yeah, no one's going to argue with the healer during the time of plague. Well, no, but actually it would be hypocritical of us given half of us have read so we have a clinic on every given week. We do want her to keep running it. Uh, the next day comes, Lucy gets better or worse with the blood veil, as she, as she does. Yeah. Um, and um, No one else is sick now, is it? It's no just Lucy now. The rest of you have a day and a bit of rehearsals. Yep. Um, and when I say that, I mean setting up the entire play. Yeah. <laughs> rehearsals might also involve a lot of building and carrying and this and that and the other. So, well, to be honest, I think there's something to be said for actually learning the songs. <laughs> oh. We're going to worry about every little detail. That's it, darling. We need to learn the songs. Get in time to the music. Otherwise this play will simply be a disaster and my career will be ruined. Seriously, it's just like playing with rarity. <laughs> All it needs is a couch to sob dramatically on. You you haven't... My, my Kingmaker notes, where this NPC comes from, literally read like rarity. Because <laughs> some of them have RP, RP notes to tell me, you know, how the character behaves or gesticul- gestures that they make particularly, that sort of thing. That's two words. Archibald said like rarity. <laughs> Uh, Vordekai has pretty much just said like Aristarlum because yeah. if you've got a creepy voice why waste it price will I ask thee and done 
sure the calendar is somewhere. It's Toil Day, the Wibbly Wop, the Veristus. <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor's been around the place, obviously. But again, I can go and find it. If it's no. no, that's quite alright, sweetheart. Um, and you are busily rehearsing and setting things up and all this kind of thing. Uh, as with disguise checks, pretty much uh, Garum's doing props and building and that sort of thing. You do the best job you can when the play starts. We'll roll the actual checks and see whether you built the things so they fall on the actors to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so on and so forth. If there are... What I said last time was there are a bundle of NPCs here wandering around. If anyone wants to talk to anyone, they are welcome to... Uh, I have Melia Silver on my list, um, and I have um, Silver had concerns about performing in disguise as a Chalati and in front of his parents. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing I'd like to add is if it gives us any sort of bonus, uh, Garn is quite willing to work through the night. <laughs> yeah. Seek it hard to walk up. It's it's hard to argue with. Yep. And then fall asleep in the middle of the play during yep. well, <laughs> well your Martin's under under yeah. half. Like during the big bad guy's performance. All he has to do is stand still, he can have if he wants. <laughs> and now Martin says, I go Kick kick, kick. <laughs> I go. <laughs> Yeah, we'll work out some, you know, me poking, me poking him with my feet. So he'll just stare. And we name you Remy. <laughs> this is going to be a problem thing with the Adam. Well, I figure it's going to be classier than the back end of the donkey, the classic back end of the donkey. Okay, so if nobody wants anyone else, um, no, I'm good. Uh, okay. no. I was going to talk to Nakoda as well. Was all yours, Silver? Oh shit! Am I talking to everyone next? Well, it? Yep, well, that's <laughs> what you're going for. Uh, okay, sure. Um, I, I, I guess I'll start with Nakoda then. Yeah. So basically, you're up and down off the stage all day long as people swap in and out of roles and rehearse this and practice that song. And Archibald cries in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, he contributes something. Uh, he he does actually provide real proper direction to you. Excellent. I mean, a lot of it is more passion, darling. Yeah. But some of it is actually kind of useful to you. No, no, no. The, you know, the audience in the back half of Rosie won't be able to hear you from there. Move to your mark on the X. That's it. Fire, passion, fire. Literal <laughs> fire. Hell fire. Hell fire. Yeah. <laughs> you want someone to come light a fire? I <laughs> You're right. <laughs> she says from the other side of, of Corvosa. So, Martin has ju- uh, sorry, uh, Virik has just jeweled Piero, mm-hmm. and Nakota has stabbed you, Susan, and you are falling into his arms, <laughs> and he takes you off <laughs> and Virik's behind. They're practicing the Iliosa's big complicated number, which involves a not large number of dying civilians being in the right positions mm-hmm. that she can run to and fro from them and all this sort of thing. Nakota drags you off stage and then pretty much, you know, sits down with you in the wing and starts talking quietly to you. Yeah. Um, how long has it been since I had the talk with him about 
the the whole Shantae um, group thing? Uh, a couple of days. Couple. It has it has been it has been set up. It has done uh, very little of consequence yet. Oh, okay. But it has been set up. Oh, that was one of the things I was going to ask him about, is how that was going. Well, you can always just leave that one for the next chunk of downtime once it's actually had a chance to get he, up and running. He tells you, I've made contact with a bunch of people. People are more interested than they than I thought they'd be. Oh, that's what, great to hear. What was it that you'd said as the player? Corvosa Choir, was it? Yeah. Corvosa, yeah, which which is like literally the idea Silver's floated from. Yeah. Corvosa Choir. There's... I didn't think there'd be this many Shantae here that'd be ready to call the city their home. But there's at least a few. You can just you can do that. Like just make a new tribe just like that. Oh, God, no. Uh, the the elders in the tribes would be horrified, they'd kick us out and make us show Mac. He shrugs slightly. On the other hand, given that's the fate of uh, near near every Shantae within the city walls. I don't see what we have to lose. It's not like we're going back again anyway. So so you don't have to talk to anyone if you make a new tribe? There's no formalities with that? No, there are, but... They can't meet them. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, this is not a this is not a new tribe in the sense that the Shuante won't formally recognise them. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's... It's it's vaguely the equivalent of you planting your flag in the ground and declaring that to be the kingdom of silver. Yeah. You know, no one is going to actually pay any serious attention to you. But if you actually claim a couple of hundred acres of land, set up some soldiers in a small army, who's going to stop you again? <laughs> kind of like the Mari King. The what? The Mari King. I was thinking it's more like Kingmaker. <laughs> I'm really happy that you're getting out and doing this. Like, you weren't—you didn't seem very confident in yourself before. I guess it's—it's it's what needs to happen for the good of the city. I mean, I won't need to be involved with it all the time. The Corvosa Choir will run themselves sooner or later. I mean, I'm not—I'm not a leader or, or a hero or nothing. I'm just—I'm I'm just Nakoda. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be anything big just yet. It'll grow up to be something big. As long as it's got somebody coordinating them and guiding them al- along the way. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get started anyway. I'm sure somebody will, somebody will step up to take that role. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're perfectly capable. He sort of just, just nods slightly uncomfortably at this. So, how was the play going for you? First time I've ever claimed to be Chalaxian. <laughs> this white face is... <laughs> Are they actually painting him? Uh, oh, yes. Well, yeah, among other things, yes, they are, they are making him up. Oh, um, it's it's different. It's definitely not, like, blatant whiteface, but among other things, like, Silver would know. They literally need to put stage makeup on him to make him yeah. stand out and pop and that sort of yeah. thing. And in the process, they're... they're Changed, like, they changed his clothes to make him look like Piero, this phas- yeah. phasmodian, phasmarian <laughs> priest. Phasmodius, <laughs> the god of evil fate. <laughs> um, 
No, they they haven't literally made a Muppet white face, but okay. they have um, they have put makeup on him and you for that matter as well. Yeah. So so are you, is, does he still look like he's a Shante, or does he look like he is more? He he. At a remove in the audience, you might think he was Chilaxian. Up close, he looks like a Shawante in makeup. You know, this this only so much hiding it. Okay, I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought they were going to put him on the stage as a Shawante. Oh well. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be really, really awesome. Because, like, Arcona is terribly racist against Shawante. And I was like, ooh, imagine if, if Arcona. Archibald's already had a fit about assigning a Shawante <laughs> to be the. Um, uh, if he's any yeah. sort of noble, he'll know because he has his own. He'll have his own spy network. Um, if we've done makeup practice, um, the Jack Gagarin hybrid has been made up as a Verizian. Mm-hmm. Jack has quietly talked to you about how on the night she, she wants you to make him look Chilaxian once it's too late for anyone to change it. <laughs> yeah, I believe that was what was discussed. Yeah. Make so who looked Chilaxian? Um, my villain. Because he's a Verizian stereotype, like oh, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because wanted to be Chilaxian when it's too late to do anything about There's no it. point doing it in the rehearsals, mm. but when it comes to the actual play, because Silver literally has the disguise skill, there's nothing that prevents you yeah. making it blatantly clear that you've got a Shawante and a fake Verizian <laughs> and, you know, a uh, fake Chilaxian. <laughs> yeah, the, and Jack will actually, if you've mentioned your concerns to her, will have pointed out there's no reason you can't do the same thing and be a Verizia. Yeah. And we can just oh man, switch. there's got to be so many angry people. <laughs> <laughs> it might, you know, but the thing is, the play is, we're not trying for the play to be a success so that everyone says this was the greatest piece of art ever. Mm. It just has to go on to show that the city is still in some manner functioning. Yeah, and it'll also I don't show, care. A of, it'll show a lot of open-minded diversity as well, which I yeah, think is really cool. Yeah, and, and yeah you, no. you and I, and maybe Flora, and possibly Karen, very few other people. Having, having Parisian kids play the Chante roles in a kid's school play, no one would blink at. Yeah. But it's in the same way you don't see a lot of black guys cast as Abraham Lincoln in major Hollywood productions. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, mainly I'm just not going to play... Shylock, I'm not going to play a Verizian stereotype. Yeah. Verizians are, Verizians are incredibly important to Jack. They're most yeah. of the nice people she knows are Verizians. Yeah. She, she would totally play a Verizian bad guy, but she's not mm. going to play a Verizian stereotype bad guy. Mm. Particularly when she finds it entirely noble that he's a rich Chilaxian abusing uh, the poor, as rich Chilaxians are wont to do. Yeah. Yeah, so you're just going to change your accent and make up slightly? Yeah, just, just at the last minute when it's too late for anyone to stop me. Yeah. Every single one of us are assholes. Oi, Garum's doing his job. (laughs) Being the legs. And doing the the machinery for the... uh... I'm going to do my best to do him really well. I'm just going to do him as I'm relaxing. So, is that it? Um, No, no. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I wanted to put it, but now I can't think of anything. Well, then let it go. Let it go. Okay, that's fine. I'll someday get to flirt with, with Makoda. Oh well. Uh, You've already done plenty of it, believe me. No, I haven't. Yeah, I yeah. really have not yet begun. Malia Arcona, who has her own song now on the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, with her, I wanted to I wanted to, to give an idea of of um, how much she was involved with the whole Verick thing. Yeah. 
Um, so that's that's my goal. Um, so are you actually endeavouring to engage her and or uh, Vera Van Kassigan, presumably you're talking about? Because uh, there's a character called Vera in the play. Yeah. Confusing <laughs> who you're playing. Yeah, so who I'm playing. With your <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, I probably should talk to Vera first and tell him, hey, I'm just going to talk to her so that he's not kind of I'm confused and he can tell me, oh yeah, she knows about this and doesn't know about that and don't talk about this and don't talk about that. Um, He's unlikely to blink at you talking to her. She's just sort of swatting Yeah, but does she know that I know things? What things? Well, like that she's his his girlfriend and... Oh, no. Yeah. No, because he told you that in Guy's confidence. Okay, so... So So you shouldn't shouldn't talk about that. yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, which means it was incredibly smart of you to check before yeah, you started yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other option you've got is if you don't want to talk to her you can merely observe her over the course of the day as she wanders around and um, talks to other people because well, like it's, it's to assess like how she because she's going to be acting around Varric yeah, it, it's a big mm-hmm. theatre but you're all kind of in each other's pockets here yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm I, sure she's going to find it odd that an attractive man is watching her all day yeah <laughs> Um, Bitch, so, please. <laughs> if it's so, not three attractive men, it wasn't worth getting up. <laughs> so my, my goal is, does she have feelings for Verek, and are they genuine? Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is how much does she know about us? So I think I think the, the how much she knows about us will come up very easily, because she'll either recognise me or she won't recognise me when I talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I assume I'll be casually talking to her during the yep. during the course of it, naturally yep. anyway, yep. without having to do a specific conversation. Um, the other part, I'll be observing how the two interact with each other. Yep, fair enough. Do I just roll for that? Okay, so first off, um, she knows who the four or five or however many PCs are here of you are, at least in the sense that she's been introduced to you yesterday. You know, yeah. this is Silver Rose, he'll yeah. be playing Vera, this is Garen, he'll be working with our stage crew, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't give you any indicator that she knows... Um, well... You'd have to poke her into conversation to get more about that, which, which you can do if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Um are you po- are you poking her to find out what she knows about you, who you are, and what you're about? Um, yeah, like we'll start with me, but like, because because if she was listening in on us and was finding out the information from the from the dagger, then she'd know about the whole group. Yeah, um, she'd know more. She wouldn't just she'd, she'd know more than she appears to. Yeah, yeah. she'd, know, she'd know more than just our names. Okay. And if Varric had. If Varric had, you know, told her everything, she might recognise us as the people who are yeah, listening. Yeah, there's a good chance that she knows a lot about yeah. me, maybe. I think these are two separate concepts, so what yeah. I'll do is I'll take two cents motive checks. Yeah. Um, the first of which about you, the second of which about her and Varric. Yeah. I will actually penalise the one about her and Varric, though, because you're you're literally watching her in a position where she's acting like she's not in love with him. Yeah. Because their characters aren't in love, so yeah. it's, it's harder to take an impression away. Yeah. Okay, so which one were we rolling first? That yeah, is you guys, six motive. Okay. Oh, that was terrible. Nineteen. Um, it does wow, actually. Really, you've done it. Tons yeah, of six well, motive. I've got, a, I've got a, a ring of. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> it does actually become obvious as like you have a handful of you know three four sentence long conversations with her as you 
move in and out mm-hmm. of your marks around the room and that sort of thing. Um, so she is superficially polite to you guys. Yeah. With the exception of Lucy, who she's decided to hate. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah. they're totally, every conversation they have is bitch please. She repeatedly points out as the day goes on that Lucy's looking sicker and probably has blood veil and probably won't be up to taking her part and Lucy is <laughs> insisting that she's fine. Um, she very clearly knows who you are beyond context of you've been introduced to her a day ago. Yeah. And she clearly doesn't like you. Yeah. On the other hand, it does occur to you that you sent her boyfriend to jail. Yeah. So he's absolutely had probably several conversations with her about the people who sent him to jail. Yeah. So she knows exactly who you are from that yeah. context, and but she doesn't like you. nothing from that? Uh, she doesn't seem to look at you and go, oh my god, you're Silver, uh, sorry, um, Model Mandravius or anything well, like that. Well, like the conversations that we had in, in private with the sword, with the sword, the dagger nearby, I mean, like... That we were finding out information about the dagger and things. She does not talk about anything like that in 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 any context that that you pick up. Okay. So I think no is the no is the answer to the question that you're asking. Maybe. Okay, so potentially she doesn't she doesn't know anything that the dagger found out. Well, either that or you just couldn't pick it up on it. Okay. So the next one would be the relationship between her and Verrick. Yep. Uh, and at this one, I will give you. It's not actually that much. I will give you a minus two on your sense motive check here okay. because of her acting. Acting! Seventy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrible at this. I'm just rolling below tens. Okay, and so what Silver observes mm-hmm. is that when she's actually up playing her character of Kyrie as handmaiden, mm-hmm. she has very few interactions with... Um, uh, Oh, no, sorry, that's not true at all. Uh, because Verrick is playing Commander Waylon Endron, mm. so she is actually on stage with him all the time. Okay. <laughs> repeatedly, because all the scenes her character is in are scenes with him in it, basically. Oh, wow, good on her. Um, <laughs> she does seems to keep up a pretty good eye of not, you know, eyeing him up in his handsome uniform and that mm. sort of thing, as would be inappropriate yep. for the character she's playing. Yeah. As far as you, as as far as Silver sees, you can't draw the distinction between it's her acting is so good that she doesn't look like she's into him, or she's just not into him. Um, okay. On the other hand, when they're not up and playing on stage and playing their respective roles, um, she also keeps a distance from him. Yeah. But they don't have a public relationship, mm. so you don't see them slipping off into dark corners together or whispering sweet nothings in their ear. Mm. But again, you might not expect to. Okay. So Silver receives receives no further information from the GM. Okay. And so that's you, you'll need to draw your own conclusion as a player. There, you okay. you take away evidence that supports both stances. Okay. Or okay. rather, it doesn't look like she's having a very lovey dovey relationship with him. But there are reasons that Silver would understand. Hmm. It could be conceivable that she does actually like him, just it's not being shown here. Whereas had you passed the sense motive check, you might be getting, it's clear that she's just very subtly checking him out in his handsome uniform, or she sneers contemptuously whenever he turns his back, or something of that nature. (sighs) That's frustrating. (laughs) 
This character's been set up. He will get other chances to observe her. I know. It's just, oh, I rolled crap. And I've got to bring a sense motive now. She is a high noble. She is a high noble's daughter, though, who has yeah. been dealing with handsome young men like you trying to lead her all her life. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, that's the other one. Is um, Your sense motive with the ring is now pretty good, but you are going to run across characters whose bluff you just can't beat. Okay. Oh, um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if just has too much bluff. Mm. Or diplomacy, depending on what he's rolling. Because yeah. bluff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Also, uh, the fact that she belongs to a family that's directly opposed to the Mandraviuses. Mm. Yeah. So she needs to know how to lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and Mordell has probably met Melia Arcona in passing three or four times, but mm-hmm. Mandraviuses and the Arconas have never gotten along, so it's yeah. only been... A polite, you know, hello, how are you? Yeah. At socially approved function, and then on your yes. way. I could, this is the t- how I see the typical uh, conversation between the uh, Dravises and the Arconas. Oh, hello! I see you're not dead yet. <laughs> That's, That's a shame. shame. You're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> okay, and then some interesting stuff happens with Lucy and Sabrina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we will get to see it. We just won't get to see it this session. Yeah. Alright. And do you want to then head to opening night, darling? Yes. yes. Okay. Do we get strips for our music or do we have to add a little bit from our head? <laughs> add a little bit. Oh, it's hard. Well, you don't want, need to have to have them all this. We found everybody. Uh, no, I believe I've got that. Yeah, he did that last week, was I recall. Yeah, because we rolled it. You rolled really well and got everyone there. Super yeah, fast. yeah, okay. yeah. So you have and extra, t- and which doesn't. Yeah, bonus. which will give you it, essentially what I'm adding up is a score of successes and failures for you at the end of the play. Yeah, um, that is netting you a success on the basis that these people are as well rehearsed as they're going to get. It doesn't yeah. necessarily make them better, but well, it's got to help. I mean. To be honest, this is the sort of thing I have nightmares about, doing a play where you don't know all the lines. <laughs> no, Susan, I have no expectation of you actually singing full-blown songs unless you desire to. You only need to make up a handful of, you know... That's not what I, I mean. I, I mean, coming up with a couple of sentences is difficult, too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be... If you want to go for it, it is going to be tricky. Yeah. I want to have a go, but I'm not certain I can actually come up with anything good on the spot. I'm going to have a try, and I apologise in advance to our three people who listen to us. <laughs> well, given that you and I are playing the same character, um, we can both make up a bit of the song. Share the load. Yeah, true. <sighs> so, in fact, the opening scene of this play um, is Martin introducing it as the... Uh, filling temporarily the role of pretentious bombastic narrator. Yeah. Because it cuts in on Alica is a, you know, 18-year-old girl, um, no, sorry, 21-odd, I think. Um, you know, she's a, a growing woman choosing between her love, so it just completely cuts out the last 21 years of her life because yeah. there wasn't hot romance in it. Yeah, and it was inconveniently Verizian. <laughs> yeah. And so this is Martin standing up and d- doing his introduction uh, which can be in song or not, as you please, um, about Alika's, uh, you know, early life summarised and, you know, what's going on with her now. And so, Archibald says to her, wait, okay, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous, oh, I'm all a Twitter. Relax, it's fine, everything's calm. 
This is a high quality production. There will be no rotten vegetables of any kind thrown. <laughs> Everything's under control. But for God's sake, keep an eye out for anything going wrong, darling. <laughs> is that talking? Is that the, the that director? The, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, is that something on the stage? Cause <laughs> and if, when you look out the little curtains at the crowd, everyone who's anyone in Corvosa is basically here, along with a wide variety of foreign dignitaries. Uh, if you desire, the camera can pan in and catch Svetlana sitting up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah hell yes. Kaylin, <laughs> uh, I think, is in the middle of a war at this stage, so he's probably not here. Yeah, wh- which one? Fuck if I know this. Oh, so uh, this will be about the time Dreyleb is invading. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and Iliosa is out there... Um, literally, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies, playing the yeah, queen yeah. and talking to all the foreign dignitaries and that, and then with about 15 minutes to, before the play starts, she excuses herself and shuffles off backstage. And so, Martin, you have the grand opening as you hear the, you know, quali- there is good quality music being played here because Silver's got a little mini orchestra of bards running here. Mm-hmm. And the curtains open on the city of Corvus. And the, um... Martin walks onto the stage, hopefully nice and steadily, and not with any betraying um, uh, uh, um, no, no need for any kicks or anything of that nature. He is, um, I think, wearing a large great coat, which is buttoned very firmly up. Yeah, yeah because you need to look sinister. <laughs> yeah, and also because I need to conceal the dwarf providing my legs. <laughs> um, the um, uh, and um. Can I, um, I wouldn't mind having a crack at doing the narration, but not in song. Yes, absolutely. Yep, so. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the city of Corvosa. I am the most important man in town, and I am here to tell you about a young woman nearly as important as me. Did I mention I'm rich? And Martin will gesture with his hands and a shower of gold coins. Um, <laughs> appears uh, out of the sleeves. Appears out of the sleeves and scatters across the thing. Important, famous, terribly good looking. This young woman of which I speak, Elika was her name, was also good looking. And in a, the story to come, she has to make some terrible choices. Choices between which young man she will go with. And indeed, who lives and who dies? But I think the important thing is, there's a lot in here about me. (laughs) 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 And Martin either goes on to more general narration or... um, What I, think, what I think I will do is I will get perform checks from people at the towards the end of the piece, yeah. covering your multiple efforts. Yep. Um, okay, and then the play moves on. Elika is introduced and she sings about the strange visions she has seen. Um, when Martin comes out as a Chillaxian, there are several open mutters amongst the crowd. You look down at Archibald, who is sitting in this little director's box up in the very front row. <laughs> He's frantically chewing on his nails as he sees this and wringing his hands. Yeah. Oh, this poor, perfectly manicured nails. <laughs> but they'll, like, be, they'll be perfectly manicured nails. There's, there's nothing he can do no. about it at this stage. That was the general plan, yes. Um, and so... 
Elika enters as Queen Iliosa, and there are several. Um, there's there's a loud, loud round of applause when she comes in, which is probably more motivated by the fact that she's the queen than yeah. anything else. However, she is dressed in her um, <coughs> Varesian Saint Elika garb, yeah. uh, which looks very much like a Chalaxian dress because nobody's interfered with her wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elika, of course, basically wears you know a kind of short above the knees skirt and a somewhat low cut bodice and that sort of thing. Very few people are prepared to catcall the queen openly on stage. Very few is not no people. <laughs> and Sabrina backstage <clears throat> grinds her knuckles at this. Some people came to and be drunk. glares at Silver as if it's all his fault. <laughs> huh. I just did the makeup. Hmm. She probably glared at you during that. <laughs> she sings about the strange things that she has seen with her, with her visions from Phrasma and the sights that will come. Oh goddess Why have you given me these sights Why can I not see something Pleasant And she turns musing in her thoughts And bumps full on Into Varric <laughs> Who is walking on stage And yeah. she grabs at you As she does so And catches and falls And sort of rips your shirt slightly oh up here <laughs> And then you sweep an arm around her and catch her. Yeah, I think we should abandon. I don't think this was going to be a classic play even before we got our hands on it. It's not like Mills and Bo- it's it's low rent Mills and Boone. Yeah. It's not yeah. cheap Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. Full bloody Shakespeare. Oh my gosh! She ripped my shirt off. Oh no! She just gave it to Captain Kirk tear. Yeah. Um, and. This is um, this is one of Virick's songs where he monologues to the crowd about himself and his his state as a penniless nobleman and how he's seeking a new place in life and all this sort of thing. If you want to roll any of that one, okay. So I'm a penniless mo- noble and I'm talking about it. Yeah, you, you um, you're familiar with what a monologue is? Yes, yeah, so it's just talking. Yeah, you sit. No, no, you you sing to the audience rather than singing to her character and Elika can't hear you despite the fact that you're standing that she's standing the... nearby looking at you kind of admiringly yeah yeah but mm. isn't able just like in the Buffy musical which one day we'll get up to but promise we're in this is where it becomes difficult is trying to think about something up on the spot um um oh, if you do not desire we can move on uh, my, my problem is I don't mind doing the singing and stuff it's just what do I say I well if you want to think about your big number that comes later you can which is your your his big dramatic song of I have nothing to offer but me <laughs> when you talk about what a great catch you are mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, could I know what my big number is uh, the future is mine the future is mine excellent to channel as much as Scar as possible. Uh, yeah. And if you want his other one, it's Can't We Make a Deal where the Shawante stabbed bits. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Alica bumps <laughs> into you, falls, rips, and you catch her. Okay. Gone are the days I could walk these streets with my head held high. 
gone are the days where I would be free. <clears throat> Nothing in this world could fill this heart of mine. When, oh, sorry, this is this is yeah, really just bad. Keep going. <laughs> just keep going. It's fantastic, um, Susan. Just keep going. Yeah. Nothing in this world could fill this heart when I had all the money. But now this angel walks into my life. Wow, Susan, that was fantastic. So difficult. But you did great. That was awesome. And the spotlight comes off Beric as he sings this and flicks to Elika, who is across the street full of extras that are parted so so they can gaze soulfully at each other. And you go to gazing soulfully at her as the spotlight turns to her. Is this what you have sent into my life? This man among all men. He has nothing, and yet everything a girl could ever want. You can tell them by looking at me. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's a This is true love, you know. It's based on how you look. happens every day. <laughs> you bump into each other. You, you, you gaze at each other across this crowd of street, and that's how you know you're If you lead out with this is true love, you have to follow it with you think this happens every day. <laughs> and you shyly come together, she says, Elika, Elika Epicana. Um, Verich, um, whatever Verich's yeah. last name yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I bothered to include one. So. I'm oh. very blind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain Phorasma means for us to meet again, Verich. I, I, I. I have to go. I'm late for church. <laughs> I'm late. I'm late for a very And she tapes. runs off screen. Set dressing comes up, and etc. Yeah. etc. Et and another set comes down, yeah, which the, we hope the will light, be the set. The lights dim. The curtains come down. Um, and Nakota is on. Nakota is supposed to be kneeling over sort of the baptismal font well esque thing, where he's got his shirt off and is washing himself. Oh my because God. you know that's what priests of Phrasma do. <laughs> they bathe frequently. <laughs> well, hey, it's, um, she is a water deity. <laughs> there is at least some justification for the shower scene. Garen, yes, you were backstage during this, and you're supposed to be getting this this bucket of water. This, this basically this font of water, and there has to be actual water in it because he has to splash himself and wet himself, and it's got to get on stage for this but you realise as they run off that somebody's left it on the wrong side of the stage Nakoda's over here he's you know the well is on that side of the stage and you've got oh about 12 seconds to sort this out <laughs> while the lights are down and people are in black clothes are running around with, the with a reduced that... movement speed <laughs> make your stuff you, you want it to be the stage guy <laughs> you yep. want to Oh yeah, but he's still got warming legs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I would inherently assume that PCs are not wearing armor or carrying weapons that aren't like literally fake stage weapons. So, um, athletics check, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, sounds good to me. Uh, that's a thirteen. Okay, so Garen runs across, grabs this thing, and runs back, trying not to spill it. Um, you do actually spill a couple of little puddles, but not enough to cause Iliosa to walk in, slip on one, and go ass up in the middle of her uh, introduction. Well done. Yeah, no. 
you sort of slide past Nakoto, who's looking frantically, kneeling down, looking frantically yeah. around for the for the font that he's supposed to have, and you slide past him, sort of pushing at him, tilting it up slightly, and just then the lights come off, and Garin's ninety eight percent off screen with his little hands <laughs> the well, tilting it on the voice the font, tilting it up slightly, and Nakota bends down, back turns the camera, reaches down into the reaches down to the font, turns around and. Pours water down his hair, and but and then he's got to shake his hair from down side his to side, and flicks his hair slightly from side to side. This time, people do start catcalling. Someone's working, watching pe- 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 on the side. People here, Shawante, Shawante, those abs. But we have. Um, did we go with? We've endeavoured to disguise him, and it's just if they can spot it. I thought you were endeavouring to undisguise. We were. Him. Uh, I, it was Sil- Silver's call. Silver's the one making the disguise checks. Um, yeah. Is Nakota d- dressed as what he is supposed to be dressed as, or is he very obviously a Shawante playing Chalaxian priest Fiero? It's Silver's decision. Um, I think it should be him. I, I, I honestly think it'll it'll do good for the, the Shawante to have some representation up on this stage. Uh, can you give me a disguise check for him at this stage? Okay. 12 plus... What's the disguise? Bluff. Um, so that's 22. Uh, and you can actually add two to this because you can assume that you're using proper kits and makeup and yeah. all that sort of thing. Yeah, so 24. Okay, excellent. Uh, so you have Nakota done up really well in a way where he looks like he's in character, he's in the right clothes, yeah. he represents the part he's supposed to be playing yeah. perfectly, yet he's also very clearly a Shawante man <laughs> who is playing the role. It's, you've, you've sort of disguised some of the obvious Shionte tattoos that would make no sense for his character to have. Oh, he has tattoos. Yet the... Uh, just making this up as I go. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yet the bronze skin and the tanned, the yeah. tanned face and all that are obviously Shionte. You've achieved the result where he's not so Shionte, it's like people are going to get confused yeah. and wonder which character he is. Yeah. Whereas instead, the meaning would be totally yeah. lost. Whereas yeah. instead, you've gotten, this guy is totally the priest. But he's also a yeah. shelter. Yeah. yeah. And it, it takes an extra long time with Nakoda as well. Yeah. <laughs> Making it up. put all the makeup on that chest. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, that you do <laughs> have to make up his chest. He's going to have his shirt off most of the yeah, time. Yeah, he's just... He could, it, work, he could be working faster. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know... It's it's strictly duty. Yes. <laughs> you know, and the abs are important. So, you know, each yes. muscle needs to be individually painted. <laughs> and... Elika comes in, Iliosa puts her foot in a puddle of water and just goes very, very slightly sideways, unnoticeably to the audience, moves through, you know, Piero, Piero, are you here? And he turns around, sweeping his head. At all points, Nakota has turned to the audience like this, so like his chest in sort of three-quarter profiles, making it my other pecs and abs. This is beautiful. <laughs> watching this from the sidelines. Yeah, a lot of Archibald's <laughs> direction has been about this. Yeah. Where you where Silver and Dakota should stand to yeah. emphasize their manly features and yeah. where the light should go and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of them have a conversation about um, you know Alika's life and that sort of thing and then she turns away from him the spotlight comes on him. Uh, because Dakota is an actual PC, an NPC doing this, I will give you his role. Sorry, I will give you his 
song, and then someone else can roll his perform check, so players okay. are actually rolling the dice for it. And Nakota Piero reaches out a hand for Elika from behind to put mm-hmm. it on her shoulder, but doesn't quite touch the queen. Uh, and... Uh, yep. Does this a little too blatantly, and there are several mutters from the audience, because part of it is that Piero uh, fears that he's not meant to be with Alica, mm. and thus, you know, it's a metaphorical not touching her. But the more obvious part is Nakota the Shawante is really not prepared to lay hands on Iliosa. <laughs> yep. You know, it's it's not exactly groping down her top, it's just stroking her shoulder gently, yeah. but he's not prepared to do it. Yeah, no, that's fair. And the audience picks this up, and there's there's a few mutters and things of this. Mm-hmm. And he takes his hand away. I would give anything to be with you. Looks past her. You know, the gaze follows off into the wings where sort of Silver's standing somewhere. <laughs> anything at all yet that is not the way it is to be not the way our lives are meant to go I will love you from afar for now and evermore but is it time to let you go you are meant for so much more yay and he turns away from her and this is his sad song and Alika um, leaves, walks out off the street, and then does this very jaunty, upbeat number. He has no shirt, no shirt at all, <laughs> never a shirt to be seen. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> Same. And then we come round to Elika sings another. Elika sings another little song where she has half a dozen lines in it and this one is all taken by the assorted extras in the crowd as various children, Chalaxian nobles, Varesians and other hanger-ons run up to her and all want a piece of her. Um, and at this point we can actually see them all running around. Uh, there is the um, the Soldado family. Yep. Rao and Tace are um, playing a husband and brother, brother and sister are playing a husband and wife with their kids yeah. um, who run up and beg Alika's blessing to see what the future will bring them. She pulls out a couple of tarot cards and does a tiny foretelling for them and they, they go off dancing and singing about how the future is bright bright in the firelight. Um, well that's not creepy at all. <laughs> tragedy. Yeah. And Elika has this happy scene where she bounces round and hangs out with all, all the people who are kind of prominently towards the Shalaxian side. Mm. But, um, and then she stops in the scene of all this happiness and the crowds melt away from her. She looks across the street to see, dun dun dun, Martin is there. And, and yet here he is again, the man that I must speak to. I cannot get away from that. <laughs> Points across. And then comes over to Martin. Oh, Martin, so good to see you again. How long has it been? Hours, I'm certain. 
too long, Martin says, kissing her hand in an extremely sleazy way with the yeah. smacking lips. Yeah, and Alec smiles politely, turns turns away from you so the audience see her hand, then frantically <laughs> washes her hands. Your beauty grows more radiant with every passing day. You shine like my gold pieces! Gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> So you have said every time we meet. <laughs> and yet, you still do not seem moved by my obvious attraction. <laughs> I, I'm afraid that I... Have all that time at the temple turned you a little? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I've learned the, attract- the, the fact that all that glitters is not gold, and that some who have no gold still glitter. And we see Verrick is up in the side of the scene helping, you know, helping up a little girl who's fallen over and injured her knee. He's the nicest Doing something, you know, manly yet kind and sweet. Um, <laughs> this, is the, this is the real unicorn. <laughs> but it is real gold, I assure you. <laughs> You're now standing in like this little pile of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How much must I spend to win your love? Yeah, that's it. And then he says that. (laughs) I'm afraid that I do not see that it is my love that you desire. I think you want more from me, Martin. What is it? What is it that you want? And she steps back three or four paces and the boom, 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 (laughs) jaunty music starts playing. So I'm thinking, I want the future because... (laughs) Um, he this is a, a couple of choruses because he's that bloated into himself of course um, first he's going to describe all the things that he wants in the world yep. then he's going to talk about all the trials that he's been through to get them gold and diamonds and gold and he's going to sound really really sad by the end of it mm. and then he gets to um, the final part of it which is He's just first talking about Charles looking down. The lights have dimmed a bit because he's so sad. And he goes, However, I have the will. I have the wealth. I have the look. I'll have them all by the hook. The fools who laughed will see. I'll get what's coming to me. They'll all have to fall into line. The future is mine. It's got a lot of scars on the Wait a And the audience laughs uproariously as they're supposed yeah. to do and begins clapping. I them. can't sing, but I can write. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. And Alika, because the rules of song do not apply to Martin, gets to hear this monologue. Yeah. <laughs> and turns away as Martin strides, strides gloriously <laughs> teeming gold behind him yeah. looks round, sighs, picks up some of the gold and hands it out to the orphans doesn't keep any for herself of yeah. course um, and then turns oh well Martin will trip one of the orphans as he goes <laughs> <laughs> and then Alec is, you like know, give the crying orphans like some money a puppy. yes, turns, Martin is a puppy kicker turns to the audience Elka turns to the audience and she says thankfully the Lady Phorasma is also, should come to it, the Lady of Death. And she <laughs> looks sideways to her and makes a hanging gesture on herself. <laughs> the audience laughs again. Uh, do you have more in your pants, Eric, that you want to 
get out. You want me to get a, another song out, right? Well, you are going to be still writing. So. Yeah, well, I, I have the, the, the song with um, the theme that what can I give you when I've got nothing? Awesome. Is is that is that the whole thing? Like, what's the what does he know about what she's doing? Does he know that she's going to be going in for a fight or something, or what? Oh, that that she's a um, pre- she, she's a seer of the future who believes that she's she's doomed to possibly die. Mm. Okay. Um, but so that I'm... may weigh less strongly with you than your own desire to have her. But you, but you're so poor, and you yeah. know what can you offer? Yeah. Is everyone else got a second song, or is it just me? <laughs> no, no. Um, I've got. I, I'm doing. Gar and I are splitting yeah. the songs because there's okay. two of us in one character. I've written the other one. Yeah, okay. you're you're vaguely approaching the next um, the next piece in character, but um, we can move on to. Um, Heroic Commander Waylon Andrin and his wife Kyria. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. But yeah, sure. Um, so this is Verek Van Kastiken and Lucy playing yeah, this Verek. role. Yeah, and <laughs> Elika has gone off. El- uh, in fact, before that, there's the scene of Elika goes into the city and tries to convince the Varesian populace that the Great Fire is coming and they're going to die, and they have to unite together and do what the Chalaxians want, you know, in order to save the city, instead of being so obstinate and stubborn. Your choices will lead you to your deaths. Can you not see? And at this point, somebody is supposed to come out of the crowd and give a song about how they doubt Elika and her lies and that sort of thing. Mm. And that's Sabrina, so she steps forward and cut. Yeah. <laughs> um... Then we have um, heroic commander Waylon Endron and his wife Kyria on the scene. Um, and this is Verek Van Kaskiken and Lucy, but as Lucy's not here, it will be mostly Verek. <laughs> yep, Verek and then another cut. <laughs> you, must, you must listen to this woman. She is, after all, a leader among us. Together we must stand, or the city will fall. Listen to Alica, can't you see that soon we... He's lost his line. Okay. <laughs> he needs saving. Who's okay, going to save him? And okay. how? Alright. Um. Uh, so, ghost sound? Yeah, totally ghost sound. Uh, and, um... Because Jack's not, Martin's not on scene right now. Yeah. Um, no, although you're just off in the wings. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, so, um, as as his mouth gapes feebly, um, Jack will endeavour to provide an illusory voice singing his line. <laughs> so, um, I have ghost sound as a prepared spell. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to make some kind of intelligence check to remember his line and re- reproduce a good take on his voice or something like that. Uh, I think spellcraft is what you're looking for. Oh, okay. yeah. so it's it's spellcraft. This, yeah. Yes, it's your knowledge and capacity to work with spells. Because okay. um, this is sort of how we're convincing an effect yeah, I managed vent- to pull Ventriloquism off, but... is a spell that would actually just do this. Yeah. But unsurprisingly, you don't learn from ventriloquism because who the hell does? Bards. Yeah. 
Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but you know, higher level bars. Isn't it like a second level spell or something? No, it's a first level one. Oh, right. It projects your voice to another location. Oh, right. If yeah. you knew that as a bard, you could do that four times a day, and that would be the only spell you knew. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad Sylvan didn't take it. It also doesn't seem like a particularly silvery thing. Okay, you know. Oh, nice. yes, twenty-five. So. This is not a seamless effect and is never going to be. Yeah. Um, because what you are producing is Jack's illusory approximation of his voice. Yeah. But you've got all the lines right. You know, yeah. It's more or less coming from the right source. Yeah, and hopefully he'll have the sense to start lip syncing as he. Um... Yeah. <laughs> and he. he sings a little. And. and rah, rah, rah. And his eyes light up slightly as he swirls automatically. Together we stand, my wife and I, and puts an arm around Lucy, and all the good people of the city. We must help them all, and pulls his handmaiden, Melia, in, <laughs> who gazes worshipfully up at him. Oh my god. It's an interesting relationship between the three of them. <laughs> Um, and then we move on from Together We Stand. Yep. To is this going to be another Varric number? Which Varric? <laughs> the Silver Varric. Silver Varric. Um, I regret doing this. <laughs> Just the whole thing in general. <laughs> the whole the thing is turning out well. I think having two characters on stage. One I character... didn't think of you casting Varric Van Kastikin in the play. <laughs> Well, there we go. It's always a success when we've done something. Should we give um, Silver just a moment to finish his second number and yeah. then um, go on with him? We can just take a take a little breather. I mean, among other things, maybe I could get you a drink of water or something. Even for a GM session, this is a lot of talking you're doing. I'm good. Okay. I've got one a glass of water behind me. Okay. Um, so, the people that are backstage again... Um, are going to be actually be everyone at the stage, so everyone will get a shot at seeing this. Um, this is so he is doing this together. We stand thing, uh, and all three people back here get a perception check. Natural twenty. Oh my gosh! Well done. I didn't um. roll nearly that well. I've got a um, fourteen. That's that's just a natural twenty though. There's no bonuses on that. I think the iron is like mending something. It is literally under it. Like he's I'm under the it. stage. Yeah. You are looking. This is not something that's precisely hidden from you. It's just something you might not see. So you're looking at a difficulty of fifteen. Yeah. There we are. I've just got a natural twenty. Just okay. so silver. You're off stage. Um, Nakota is having more oil applied to his abs between <laughs> scenes, as Amadeus has insisted on. Archibald yeah. Amadeus has insisted on. Yeah. Um, and Virik is just starting into his song and just missing his line, and Jack yeah. is helping him. Now, he sings this Together We Stand song about all the populace of Corvosa coming together and heroes arising from the ordinary people and all this sort of mm. thing. And you've got the props in the background. The stage setting is a bunch of generic Corvosan sort of apartment y buildings, mm-hmm. which are just trotted out routinely to make the generic back streets of Corvosa. But, Silva, you see somebody climbing up um, and standing, standing there 
Somebody has just climbed. Somebody has just climbed up to one of those um, fake fake apartment uh, balconies, essentially, mm-hmm. and is standing there in such a position that as the spotlight sweeps round from Verrick, this figure is going to be very obvious, oh, no. and the timing will probably come about the time where Verrick starts singing about how the city needs heroes, and oh. it's a bla- yes. it's a figure in a black cape with a black mask. It's blackjack. Yep. Yep. Ugh. And. Blackjack has no role in the play whatsoever. Neither the character nor the actual person have been contracted to be here. This will be, and this will be very blatant to the audience, particularly if he does anything obvious. It's he's he's hair to thumb his nose. You have observed this. Do you wish to do anything about it? And if so, what? He's going to wreck the play. Yep. Um, I'm going to send him a message. Um, message being the spell. Yep. Yep. Um. You need to get down from there right now. His head twitches slightly as he hears the words, looks around, and uh, are you endeavouring to obscure the fact that you're doing this? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be... Directly I, I'm, I'm, looks I'm looks be... down at Silver, who's pointing his finger. Um, and can you give me an intimidate check? Yes! Oh, yes! Natural cool. 10. Oh, okay. um, Natural 10. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 25. Okay, so. Damn it, I hope I win this. I want to win this. Do you want to scare Batman? <laughs> How many hero points do you have? Um, well, I've got two, but I don't think either of these are. Unless Juggler and Raksha um, is applicable. No, no. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think One's mind control, which yeah. is not what you were doing here. Yeah. 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 No, I, um, a motion control. I, I, if I had more, I'd be tempted to throw one at this, but mm. we, we're running a bit low as a party, and we still have a lot of plague to get through. Yeah. <laughs> intimidate. Uh, D20 plus blackjack, hit the die, plus wisdom, plus fear. Come on, slap a win, slap a win, slap a win. Well, the thing is, if you don't pull it off, it'll be okay, because you're trying to intimidate Batman, and if yeah. you do pull it off, you're so the man. 25? Yeah. So, Blackjack flinches at this. He looks down at you. Obviously, if he's got anything to say back, you're not um, necessarily going to hear it. Yeah. Because um, the message is not... A two- is the message a two-way It's a two-way. Well, the last time we used it was two-way. Oh, I think it might be. Yeah, because yeah. Iliosa sent messages yeah, back. Yeah, so yeah. The best part is, I think it comes in as a whisper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all, what the spell is effectively duplicating is Silver standing next to him going... Yeah, but it's totally without him having get to get down from there. <laughs> it's the, you better get down from there. Or you better get down from there. Right, the creature that receives the message can whisper a reply, you can hear, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's no problem. And because you're explicitly doing this by whispers, there is no chance of you disrupting the play and yep. the process. Uh, Blackjack looks down, uh, begins to sort of jauntily just pull his little bandana down at you. Mm-hmm. Pull, pull his little bandana hat thing down at you. Can't remember what he's got. He's got bandanas. Yeah, he's got these. Pull his bandana down and just sort of cheekily, you know, doff his hat at you effectively. Mm-hmm. And then starts looking at the way you're looking at him. Because <laughs> if he blows this off, he's just going to go, yeah, fuck you, buddy, and keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he... Sort of goes to Dolphus' hat at you, looks at you, um, stares at you, and you hear the whisper back as if he's standing next to you. Why would the Queen, if the Queen wishes to put herself on stage to push her face and her politics forward, then she deserves to risk a public humiliation. 
this play is essential for the, the um, longevity of the city. If this play doesn't happen, then it'll show that this 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 um, city is weak. We need this play to happen for the for good the, of for the good of for the, for the good of Corvosa. The show must go on. Oh yes, and he hesitates at that, and as he does so. Heroes unseen among us, sings Varric, and the spotlight pans over where he is not because he's crouched down having yeah. this conversation with you. Yeah. And his moment moves on and passes without yes. He misses his you intimidate Mrs. Q. He looks down at you, seems to think about this for a moment, and This play is nothing more this play is nothing more than a showpiece for the nobility to show how rich the Arconas are and how powerful and beautiful the Queen is. If there are things that can be done, there, there must be something more that can be done to actually help this city than swanning around and making fools of yourself on stage, showing off your shirtless states. <laughs> I never understood why this play had so little shirts and fault. Laura agrees with Blackjack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But unfortunately, we can't, you know, beam him a visual of flora off medically people right now. But, as you say, many people have worked out on this, and more would be humiliated than just the Queen. Fokovosa, I will leave this night. Thank you. Susan. Go, go for intimidating Batman. That was hard ass. From, from behind you, somebody shoves you. Uh, uh, from behind you, somebody shoves you forward. Oh, okay. You know, pushing on your backside to do so. Yeah. Um, and you look round, and it is Archibald, and there's, come on, darling, you're almost on. And of course, when you glance back, he's back gone. Back back <laughs> Did he touch my butt? Oh. Yes, yes, he does. He push, he's pushing you towards the stage, isn't you know, after this number you're on again. And literally does so by tap, tap, tap on the backside. Oh, okay, so it's just a cheeky gesture rather than a... Than rather than a, a football called slapping your ass. <laughs> he's not full-blown groping you, but he could certainly replicate the same effect by pushing you on the shoulder. <laughs> um, but this okay. is Hol- this is this is in Hollywood, so now you're yeah. a part of the Me Too movement. Um... Sorry, I haven't quite finished what I was going to be singing. Um. Uh, meanwhile, because you have cast him, uh, we had Nakota, but I didn't actually roll his perform check, so while we're doing that, I might as well get Nakota and then Verix perform check. Okay. Uh, if somebody... One of the people that isn't Susan wants to roll the d20 for that. It can be Miriam, if she <laughs> desires. Okay. Alright, what about we do one each? Yep, so who do you want to do? Um, I'll do Nakota. Okay, so before you roll it, um, as Nakota, you have a you have a plus seven to your perform. Yay! Yay, Nakota! Um, and because he is trained performance, you have the option of taking ten. Performing live on stage is not a big new scary concept to him. This is definitely above what he's done previously. But he's done it previously. What are people's thoughts? Anyone who is trained and performed may take 10 on the rolls. Uh, your highest, higher successes are better, but of course, you know, failures are worse. I would... A 10 would give you 17. 
Yeah, which is a nice solid performance. Yeah, we probably don't want to risk it. I, I th- I'm inclined. Yeah, very, um, Nakoda turns in a good solid performance. Take Seventeen. Yep. 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 People, there's, there's a few mutterings about the Shawante playing Piero, but people seem by and large pretty happy with his performance. Varric, on the other hand, is not trained to perform, <laughs> and adds a whopping plus one to his role. Yep. Thirteen. And then, remembering that he's penalised by um, his minus five for not um, being trained to perform... Uh, seven, so not eight. He hits the difficulty five to not not make the show worse. Yeah, his performance as Waylon Andrew is not good yeah. compared to the standard he is on. It's perfectly fine for just a generic version of the play, but he also doesn't spectacularly put his foot in it. Yeah, because you have saved his botch. <laughs> that is good. Score a dash for that one. Neither an X nor a tick. Yes. Meanwhile, um, it is approaching intermission for the play. Yep. Um, and there is a break where people walk out, you know, talk about what's going on. There's 15 minutes for people to prop and prepare. And yeah. I imagine that in our case it's filled with nothing but frantic backstage mugging to try and get things back under control. Yeah. Uh, outside, the conversation, people are talking about the quality of the acting and having their champagne and the quality of the set dressing and the effects and all this sort of thing. Um, so, Garin, you have done a lot of the basic engineering for this, whipping up crude paper mache buildings and things of all that neighbourhood, yeah. uh, getting it all together, getting it all set. But how does it look? Does it feel like Corvosa? <laughs> uh, and Jack, you have been doing a lot of the effects for this. Martin's endless sprays of gold. Yeah, the... um. I, in addition, that's more trapping for my street magician performing, but yeah. I have also been like working on the lights and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and some of the illusionary effects and, and stuff. And visual, visual things happen to Iliosa that you've probably been doing with illusions. When she has her visions, she clutches at her head and swoons dramatically and light glows from her head so the audience can see something's happening. Yeah, because I can totally take a bunch of... And you, you know, can actually produce silent images of what she's seeing. Yeah, I can actually produce t- take a bunch more illusionary spells for the day. Yeah. At which point I can do several silent images and a whole bunch of digitation style effects. So I'm definitely going to be calling for a knowledge engineering check for how well uh, the play has been built, generally speaking. And I'll also be calling for a special effects check, which I could be argued for a bunch of different skills. Can I get a circumstance bonus from my civilization, considering I'm doing it? Yes, certainly. You know what Formosa should look like. Okay, so that's a nice plus two to add to that. Um, Which dear lords I need. So, with the song that I'm singing... I'm re-rolling that. Yeah. If the song I'm singing um, could potentially have a, a thing yes. of, of he's giving up type thing? Sure. Okay. Alright, yep. that's the angle I'm going on. Because she's got the destiny, he's... Yep, cool. So this is purely to net you a success on a failure marker, so... Yeah. Free to, you feel free to fail it. If you Can you like. get more than one success? Uh, yes, if you achieve extremely well. And the DC we're aiming for is still five? Uh, well, we don't know. No, you don't know for this one. Okay. 
So, um, with the special effects role, yep. I'm thinking possibilities might be acrobatics for clambering around in the lights, but yep. that doesn't seem mm. like that good a fit. Street magicianing for making I, I the show go on. I would completely buy that. You know how to put a show together. Or um, possibly spellcraft, because again, I'm using my illusions. Yep. Um, my I would buy any of those. Cool. They're both the same. They're both seven. Yep. So I'll go with the street magicianing as being more of a. Yeah. No, despite that being a performance, you can take ten for your actual perform yep. role, but not for not the special effects. Because th- I really don't use street magicianing to put yep. on major stage shows for public productions. It's not something I'm experienced at doing. Nice. However, I, well. I do it very well. Let's say twenty-five. Nice. So, people are talking about the buildings. People are talking about the special effects. Ooh. Um, Two tickies. Ooh. What's the description for the carnival? Mumblefish. Uh, Mumblefish, yes. Pretty sure it's lies, illusions, and frippery. Uh, what's the suit? Uh, wisdom. Illusions and false dreams. Yeah, that sounds like this. <laughs> Certainly sounds like my one. <laughs> For others, this card depicts imprudent plans or unrealistic ambitions. <laughs> Let's pull on a major play two days flat. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So that please. Yep. So is that is that? Yeah, it? I will buy that. Yep. It's so, a show. So that's it's a show. What re-roll? Two re-roll. Two re-rolls take the vehicles. Yes. Yes. You've got yes. a four and nineteen. Oh, go for a twenty. It could be a twenty. Yep. Okay, the nineteen the is four. it. So that's twenty-one. And Mine was better right in <laughs> People are talking I'm rolling with a zero. People yeah. are talking about the effects. It must be said that very few people are talking about the backdrops and stage dressing and that sort of thing. That's a good thing. Because it's so it, yeah. it's it's one of those things that when you do the job right, no one notices. Yeah. Mm. Like you, you, you I bet you've never been to a play and people have gone, Man, that had really good set dressing. Yeah. Like you've been to plenty of people be like, That looks that shit looked so fake. Yeah. Mm. But if there was another set designer in the crowd, he'd notice. Yep. Archibald. Said, in fact, says to you at some point during the intermission, he's literally running around like a headless chicken. Yeah, more oil, more oil for, for the coat, please. Darling, puts a, puts a hand on Garrett. I love the sets. Beautiful, wonderful. I'd almost think they could really hold a full-grown man like a building. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he rushes off. Martin, superb work. You know, runs, runs around. <sighs> darling, darling, darling. Leosa again, <laughs> Still not quite going to correct them yet. The wondrous, wondrous as always. All oh, right, people, places, places. We're coming to the second act <laughs> now. Verk, I want my Verk silver. I want you to move them. I want to see passion, darling, passion and places. Passion's all I got. Pushes you out there, and you can totally set the stage for whatever this scene is. Okay. This is the coming back in from intermission number. Oh, okay. Um, so possibly this one is uh, him on the street by himself, um, spotlight, or do they have street lamps? Yeah, one, yes. one, yes. one street lamp shining down on this lonely yeah. man all alone in the empty wilderness. Well, it'd, it'd be moonlight. If yeah, yeah, what, what, one, yeah, one beam of moonlight illuminates Varric's lonely, sad, but extremely well-chiseled features. We have magic, yeah. we can cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. <laughs> Um, so he would he would be wandering around in this this light, um, uh, kind of 
pacing around a little bit, so he's you're getting different angles of his of his chiseled figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, those cheekbones. Yeah. Cheekbones. <laughs> Gotta get the cheekbones. The, yeah, the, the, the lighting appears to be designed to um, cast dramatic shadows across the cheekbones. Thus, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> Uh, Jack doesn't really understand why the director told her to do this, but he was very, very, very explicit. Very insistent. It has to make his cheekbones just yeah. like diamonds. Yeah, Jack's yeah. like, their cheeks. Everybody's got it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I have no idea what kind of tune I'm going to sing this to. Um, so, I would give you my all. You're the starlight in my sky. I would, uh, where is it? I would give it all to be with you, but that would not be right. Destiny calls you. Maybe this was all for the best. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's That's a, the conclusion of yeah. the big number, is yep. he just sort of wanders sadly Destiny, off. Destiny calls you, maybe this is all for the best. Sorry, I didn't get the right the right no, 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 it's just fine. Um, it was yeah. And there's some line in there earlier in the piece about something to the neighbor to the effect of, you know, I will love you forever and give everything to you. We are already together and then there's a pause, you know but only in my heart. And in the early event of We're Already Together, we see Martin is creeping along behind you in the street with Piero, Mm. you know, pointing... (laughs) So Piero hears the bit of the song where you declare that you're already in love with Elika and, you know, Mm. you're you're, you're already... And her heroic destiny to just because you selfishly want to be with you. Yeah, you're doing the the chorus of the song that's about you going, I could choose to do the bad thing and then you sing about the bad thing and then go, no, no, but I won't do that, but... Piero hears the wrong bit, of course, and then Martin pulls him away before the rest takes place. <laughs> yeah. Tragic misunderstanding. Classic. Um, I'll, um, if Nakoda's watching from the sidelines, I'll give him a, a quick glance as I'm seeing the You're the Starlight in My Sky. <laughs> and Not sure if he notices it, but in case he does. <laughs> this is now... Um, Martin goes off, tells Piero lies... Yeah. About how he must duel Verrick. Oh. Piero says, A man must do what a man must do, and I am a man! (laughs) (laughs) And rips his shirt clean in time. This is one of the few scenes where he's wearing a shirt because it's night and he's cold. (laughs) But only so he can rip it off. Yep. He must reveal the true power. on the stage because he's going to be fighting to keep the strength. <laughs> no, thankfully not. Uh, so, Martin, your next piece in this is you sneak off be, because at this stage the the big climax of just before the intermission is we see the Shawante getting into their boats and heading for the city with their flaming torches and lanterns. Yeah, have we got like some kids playing that or something? <laughs> You've got a bunch of. Um, uh, you have Griff the evil Shawante <laughs> and Rosalie Visky the evil Shawante because <laughs> you decided you didn't want a bunch of um, actual, actual Shawante. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to be so much more PC than, than it would be normal. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, cool. That's interesting. That oh. means Rosalie gets to kill Garen. 
Yeah, oddly enough, that bit might sit. You can you can whisper princess to her just to give her a really good dramatic motivation. Quick, stab her between the legs. Um, so this is where you sneak off to get your gold from the shop because you, the city is now burning. Yeah. Uh, but of course you can't leave without your fortune naturally not and Martin when you arrive at your shop there's a bunch of Shawante warriors twirling fakey totem spears yeah. and marching around circles going ooh na 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 ooh na 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 ooh na na if we had gotten real Shawante they might have been able to do better yeah. Shawante noises well it's, it's I don't know whether you want to put actual Shawante dialogue in but yeah. the people that no. wrote this play did not speak Shawante no, so like the Shawante hold... just make ooh ah how white man noises yeah I, yeah. I don't think we want to make the, sh- the shot the murder killer Shante more Shante like yeah. See, no when, when you yeah. first described that I was just, I was actually imagining the jets <laughs> the guy's going click 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 yeah click. <laughs> do you have another number you wish I, to I do so this um, just to be clear this is the bit where um, I go try to get to my shop to get my money and they jump on me and stab me a lot yep, right yep, totally. yep. okay so this is um this is in fact a this is a comedy number <laughs> yep, because, because it's um, hilarious when the Parisians get killed. <laughs> well, this guy's a Chalaxian, so Obviously. Yeah. Um, so this is um, this is um, Martin is endeavouring to negotiate with the Chante as they stab him to death. So it's it's a little punctuated by screams of pain. That's <laughs> um, can't we make a deal? Can't we work this out? I'm sure there is a way. A hug. <laughs> I have a lot of money. Ah. <laughs> So I'll be okay. <laughs> you must ag want something. Everybody does. You want to burn the city down? That's not okay. I wish I was the hero. So that I could stop you. But I'm only the comic. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Stop it shamelessly from the bit of the HMS Pinnacle where um, she asks in the HMS Pinnacle production I like where she asks him for advice and he says, I don't know, love, I'm only the comic relief in this one. <laughs> Lucy bursts on scene. Uh, waving her arms and with light coming out behind her as the Endrons have arrived to try and save Martin and have their gigantic battle with the, all the Shanto warriors and get killed in the big one of the big fight scenes yep. of the play. However, um, what you are finding here is because you are a gnome on top of a dwarf <laughs> <laughs> and Rosalie is swinging what is basically the, her, the totem sphere she's got is a stick of wood with a very blunt, light, thin metal end on it. She's kind of digging it in a bit with a, a bit of real enthusiasm into Martin's legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Come on, princess, put some effort into it. And Martin is supposed to stumble around and fall, yeah. but not in a way where your top half falls off. The <laughs> uh, you have decapitated. So, uh, Garin, can you roll me an aid another for the acrobatics check? Okay. Uh, you may add to keep your your balances. You may add your dwarven plus four stability bonus to this. Cool. To avoid falling over, you're looking for a difficulty of ten. Then it's Jack rolling acrobatics to not fall off. Okay. Passed it. <laughs> so Jack, you add you add six to this because you get the eight another because Garin is swaying with you in the appropriate ways. 
and then you get plus four because he's a dwarf and is very extremely stable platform to sit on. Okay, um, uh, twenty-four then. Yep, that's that's. Fine. I was born to build this is, dwarf. This is not the kind of thing where this performance is going to draw any particular um, uh, admiration. No, because. Ideally, you don't want people to notice that you're a gnome on top of the wall. Yeah, no, no, no. This is one of those things that is supposed <laughs> yeah, to be hard. This is one of those no, avoid a failure marker. Don't yeah. get a success marker. The, the, normal people don't have to try and make certain their torso stays on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Martin was going to... My conception with Martin was that he was going to trip and fall occasionally as his karma cap caught up with him, but I decided not to because I thought it was probably going to be pushing our luck and I was in a Pulling off a thaw where your two halves have to fall and sink is a bit hard. Yeah. Alright. So a one one way trip. Yeah. Literally a trip. <laughs> and the musical of the Endron's death is played as Verrick runs in and dies trying to save his wife Kyria, who is then killed by the Shante as well. But not before they knock off a couple of dozen of them with heroic combat. Yeah. Um and then there's good applause. There's applause at that one as stagehands come in and usher everyone off frantically, and start setting up the big elaborate scene where Verrick and Piero, Nakota and Silver, duel each other with rapiers yeah. around the show. <laughs> um, no doubt, um, Silver will accidentally damage Nakota's shirt in the process. I think his shirt's gone. <laughs> I think you'll damage my shirt. Um, so this is. There, there is actually an expected delay for this as basically fire goes up in the front ground and there's a lot of pointless flame and shadows of people making oh no I'm burning gestures and things to cover up all the activity that's happening behind mm. so you guys have actually got a good minute or so to prepare for this not me, and I'm doing a major I'm doing a major a major image illusion of fire, I'm busy <laughs> And Jack and Garin and Lucy are all dead and no longer have to participate in the play. Yeah. Um, and, um, and right up until the end where you come out to take your bowels and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And so we see the next scene happens. This is the musical number of Steel and Flame where the city is on fire and Piero strides out to see Verrick, you know, shirt off, glistening in the fire. Both of them or just the one of them? Both of them. It's the final confrontation. So both of them are shirtless. Yeah, I imagine you've got a few soot marks. You've been been trying to rescue orphans from the Nakoda is literally too oiled for the soot marks he's supposed to have to stay (laughs) on. But the director really wouldn't let us stop adding the oil. (laughs) Verrick, there you are. No more, you fiend. On guard. On guard. We can settle this only with hate and violence. Steal against the flame of the city. Fight me and I will kill you. You deserve it. You scum. Ting, 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 ting. The two of you dance around and have a fakey fight with rapiers. Um, At some point in this, Iliosa Elica runs in and does the classic movie girl thing of shouting no, no, hysterically. <laughs> um, and, you know, vainly endeavours to pull you apart and you both dance away from her and etc, etc. Um, At some point in here, Jack's going to kiss her little symbol and say, sorry. <laughs> you are actually going to need to have 
a fake fight scene with Dakota. Yeah. This is not the kind of thing that you've actually um, had a lot of time to set out. Yeah, you guys had to be learning your lines. <laughs> yeah. So can you give me an attack roll? Yeah. Uh, you are proficient with rapiers, are you not? I assume I am. I'm a fighter. You've got a fighter, so you're proficient with all martial yeah. weapons. Yep, that's fine. And bards are explicitly proficient with um, rapiers, rapiers anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So both of you are, so neither of you have to take penalties to this. Can Yay. you give me an attack roll? Okay. You want this to look good without actually... Accidentally stabbing the code. So uh, no, you... base attack? Yeah, uh, it's a melee attack roll. A melee attack. So base attack okay. plus Cut a strength. strength. Okay, so, so five. five. You, you have no chance of actually injuring the Kota with the thin, rubbery sword that you've got. Yeah. But the problem is you don't want Putting to... Putting on the show. You don't want to poke him too hard, because if you stab him in the chest and the sword goes bend, people are going to start laughing. Yeah. Plus it'll probably stick to his chest, because it'll all do well. <laughs> it'll slip past. Yeah. <laughs> it'll just go boing. The Kota is totes protected by a whale. <laughs> That's 23 on his roll. Oh, damn. He fights like a man. Damn. <laughs> Let's see how you fight. I don't fight like a man. Well, remember, you're supposed to lose the jewels, so you don't yeah. need to do that well. Oh, I don't do that well. Um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a nine. I think I need to do better than that. No. no. What do you mean by no? You, you need to lose the fight. So yeah, I know, but I need it to look good. No, you need to make him look good. Okay, Jared, is nine gonna be enough? It is not going to be enough to avoid a failure marker. Ooh, okay. but it's only a failure marker. Okay, do I do I give up a, a rupture or a juggler? That's, that's going to be like at some point you're going to inadvertently drop your sword or something like that when you're trying to pull off some fancy yeah. move and Dakota's going to have to cover by dancing threateningly around you we, yeah. we'll pick it back up. We could, don't bend the cards, Sorry. We could um We could just take a failure just marker. Let it we're go. Not, we're doing let it no, go. not in my performance, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm juggling so many tasks. <laughs> At which point you are welcome to adding a d6 so that will bring you to the 10 that you need oh, okay. or, you, or you can re-roll it and see if you can achieve a better result as you would a did. better result help yes like what yeah, but, what you also, you but you also risk the chance of failing again what? yeah but what's a failure a failure marker we just no no what's a 10 is a, is a failure yeah, is it or so so under 10 specifically yeah, yeah so I just need a 5 or over yes but there is a decent, there is a twenty percent chance. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is, is what's the next threshold for getting an extra success marker? We Jim's don't know. not going to tell you that. You don't know. You don't know. You're not one with the wind and sky. <laughs> um. So that was a. Uh, I rolled a nine or something. Well, sorry, an eight. You've rolled a nine. I've rolled yeah. a if nine. If you add a d six to it, you get at least a one and and avoid the failure. Okay. Or so you can re-roll and endeavour to do better than that. It's probably safer to do it that way. Okay. Um, so, so, D6. so that's a plus five. It really doesn't matter what you produce. Yeah. <laughs> you so, the next DC. But yeah, don't drop your sword. Yeah, so, I don't drop my sword. I'm not yeah, great, it, but it, I don't drop my sword. It looks for a brief moment like you are going to drop it. And then you manage to swing in, swing your arm in towards Nakota, your eyes sort of darting very slightly to indicate that you're losing, you're dropping your sword. Oh, I this, got some of the oil from a sword. Yeah, it wouldn't be a problem except that you've had to wrestle and muck around and push yeah. it away and that, and your hands are literally just covered in yeah. his in his supermodel oil. <laughs> and so as he sees this is going to happen, he sweeps in and grabs your hand as it's coming. You're sort of, the sword's just slipping, you're trying to hold it. He sweeps in and grabs your hand in almost a grapple, twists your arm around, pins it behind yeah. you, and now has you... Grab 
As he stares into your eyes for a brief moment and the audience can't see your face at all, there's just this little flicker of a smile, of, of this cute little Nakota smile, and he gives you a wink. Yeah, I'm still a say, you got me. <laughs> and then you push him back and spin him away, and the two of you yeah. out swords again. Now, meanwhile... Yes? Um... Something else is happening while this duel is going on. Oh no, uh, is Blackjack going to come back for rounds? Can I get a retroactive sense motive check from the three of you, silver included, because oh, this was cool. being something was being set up during um during the intermission. Seventeen. Oh my gosh. Okay, you're vaguely aware of something's afoot. Twelve. Fourteen. Not aware of something's afoot or a silver, so only Garen gets a bonus on this. Wow. So, Garen. Flash back briefly to the intermission. Um, Malier Arcona um, has ceased to have any prominent role in this play. Um, she goes out and dies with the Endrons, but no longer, effectively, no longer has any lines. So, at intermission, she's just kind of cruising around a bit. But something about her is—it's the look on her face. She's she's performed reasonably well in the play. She's distinguished herself fine. She's not an amazing actress, but she's pretty. She's perfectly adequate at what she's doing. Um, but she hasn't been happy this whole time about being the handmaiden and being the second banana. Yeah. But at intermission, she seems really happy to you. And whenever an Arcona is happy, that suggests <laughs> bad <laughs> things. So it, it's, you know, there's nothing specific you get at that sense motive, but something about her is making you vaguely concerned and thus Garen is keeping an eye on her of sorts yeah. um, and now we cut back into where the jewel is happening mm-hmm. uh, Garen can you give me a search check at a plus 10 bonus, Jack at no bonus or penalty and Silver at minus 10 because you are on stage singing and <gasps> fighting while this is happening so and your odds search. of noticing this are obscenely poor 26, 17 so uh, that's a twenty-two minus ten. Yeah, twelve. Okay. I so could have gotten that if I. Didn't yeah, but you're you're, you're fighting on stage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so, Jack, um, you're generally popping around the place, looking at what's happening here. Um, I, I'm getting ready. Possibly we just got some lights doing the fire, but I'm getting ready for the big number where everything has to be that's, on fire. That's where yeah. you. That's where you use the. Uh, you've literally been given a wand oh, that shoots a big illusory wall yeah. fire out of Alligator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, in fact, you haven't literally been given it yet, but it's. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going to happen. So you're yeah. vaguely off to the side of the stage, uh, Garen. You have succeeded enough in that search to be in a decent position for this. So you were actually up in the rafters doing whatever it is that you're doing up there. Yeah. Sandbags, possibly? something. Yeah, sandbags, probably the whatever. Yeah, you're dead at this stage, so you don't have to reappear on, on screen again. Um, and, Garen, you become aware, as you're up here in the rafters, that... There's an unpleasant smell up here. Nothing vile, it just smells like a big pile of old rubbish. Um, in fact, 
it's coming from somewhere in the shadows up in here, and there's ropes and pulleys and things all over the show. That going to be rubbish. Huh. It's... It's like there's a big giant bag of rubbish, and when I say big, I mean like the size of this table, suspended from the rafters by a string of ropes and pulleys and sandbags and that sort of thing. Jack, with your much better search, you are down in a slightly worse position to see this, but nonetheless pick it up anyway. Uh, And Garen, one of the reasons you're up here is because you saw Malia Arcona looking at the rafters and poking around a little up here and thinking about that sort of thing. Uh, Jack... You see um, that she is off. That she she is backstage talking to a couple of the generic stagehands, um, and you see her smile. And coins change hands between them, and she points to the rafters and makes this little bitchy grin. Um, and then, of course, your attention is drawn up there as well, and you sort of, what the hell is up there? Where's that garbage? Sensitive gnome nose. Yeah. Uh, you will realise very rapidly that it is positioned in such a way that what's going to happen here is Piero is going to stab Verric, he's going to fall to the ground, Alec is going to sweep in and, you know, kneel next to him, Piero is going to kneel down regretting this. This is the big moment, a big moment of high despair and drama and all the rest of it is the three of them have a big scene together and the Queen, Silver and Nakota are all about to get a garbage dump oh, dropped on their heads. Oh no, that's so gross. <laughs> Which will of course completely wreck any similarity of the scene and publicly humiliate them. Yeah, and also wreck the play for her father. Clearly, she didn't. She doesn't. Yeah. Either that, or it's not. That's not his biggest priority next to harming the queen. You're you're pretty confident that that's it for what's going to happen here. Yeah. It's not full of ravenous piranhas or anything. It's yeah. just, you know, old banana peels and garbage and things of that nature. All right. Um. So is the question: What do we do? What if anything do you want to do about it? All right. I'm going to go find that stagehand. Okay. So, you track him down fairly easily, and he is standing backstage next to a bunch of these ropes that you presume are attached and is busily untying them. Nothing unusual about what he's doing at first glance. The stagehands are forever tying up and untying things to make the moon move and the sun move and all that kind of thing. Oi, you. You really want to be the guy that dropped a bag of garbage on the queen? Ooh. I I don't know what you're talking about, Mish. Oh no, it's a full tracker. Of course it is. I I saw her pay you. Oh... And I'll be happy to testify at your trial, you know, for treason. That's yeah. the one where they don't just kill you. What Good. now? I, I'm just doing like what I get told. Well, that rope is going to drop a bag of garbage on the Queen, moron. <laughs> you don't want to do this. No, Varric. I don't think that's my cue. Uh, can you give me a diplomacy check? Okay. Ooh. Ooh, nice. I like this dice. That's my third 18 of the night. <laughs> and that is a 21. Uh, can you give me a difficulty 5 sense motive check? Yep, uh, yep fairly 11. Okay. He has no real idea of what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, he He's looking annoyed at you because you're mucking around with his job, but he clearly hasn't been told that's the rope what dumps garbage yep. on the queen. More, go do the thing, because the pretty girl told you, here's some yep. money. Um, what? I, I just. Hey, what? 
Look up in the rafters. You see that? He's, he's sort of untied it and is just holding one end yeah. of the rope, but yeah. hasn't let it go yet. Yeah. Hang on to it. It's your life. It's your life you're holding on to. Meanwhile, Garen, yeah, um, you see this going on. You're sort of moving vaguely across the. It, it's it's not that hard to get around up here. It's literally catwalks and things designed for that purpose. Um, you can see what's happening on stage, Jewel, what's happening backstage where Verick is talking, uh, sorry, Jack is talking to the stage hand, and then the other side where the other ropes that are holding up the other side of this bag of garbage, where there's another stage hand just merrily um, starting to untie it, and the bag is going tilt, tilt, tilt to one side. Oh, what, if anything, do you want to do about this? Jack has more has, has more opportunity has had more opportunity to act because she succeeded in the search and went faster. Um, so this is not going to be even half as bad if anything happens here. Yeah, I've, I've reduced the severity, but it would still be nice if no garbage fell on the yeah. queen. Yes. Oh, well, some, some garbage would fall. Well, if, yeah. if unless Garen can pull his bit off. Without uh, both sides going, the bag's not just going to go tilt, snap, splash. It's just going to go drip. Yeah, so there's just going to be some bits, which is going to be less bad, but still there. Yeah. Okay. At, at this point, it's merely a screw-up where something falls, as opposed to a scene-ruining element. Yeah. Um, how big is this bag? Like? Size of this table. Okay, and how far away from it am I? Uh, several metres, maybe. Okay, so that won't help. You could um, grab the rope and haul, one of the ropes and haul, reach over, grab one of the ropes and haul it onto the catwalk with main strength. Or snatch the rope as the guy lets it go. Oh, that's. Zzz. That requires you to have fast moving legs. Biggest weakness. Oh, that could be interesting. Um. I'm fishing for dramatics here because oh, we're in the theatre after yep, all. Yep. Uh, basically, what Garan's going to do is he's going to see it just as uh, the guy stage has let go of the rope. Yep. He's going to run, just grab hold of the rope, but only because he's jumped off the railing and he has to try and swing to the other side. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh>. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so that's because the rope, you land on the other end of the rope, and the, the, yeah, the, the rubbish of, is totally... the weight of dwarf. Yeah, the, the rubbish is totally not going to fall, but now you're dangling from a rope that is swinging. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're going to Tarzan through us. <laughs> Weighed down by a heavy dwarf, the pendulum motion carries that, you inexorably towards the that wall. That sounds like either manly athletics or escape artist, which is actually a skill to do with Athletics. Definitely athletics. <laughs> And bear in mind you're not wearing any armour. Yeah, so that helps a lot. <laughs> Ooh, that's only ten. Uh, that will be almost as good as you can get. Oh, oh wow. at this point what, ha- what at this point what we will see below is the three of them are holding each other. Yeah. Um, you know, all gazing into each other's eyes soulfully sort of thing. Yeah, oh wow. Um, <laughs> This is a cosy moment. When Silver, Nakota, and Iliosa will become aware of something up in the shadows tilting slightly and something is falling vaguely towards you. Uh, and all three of you need to give me a reflex save at a difficulty of two to avoid this and a difficulty of, at a difficulty of seven to avoid it in a way that looks natural. 
What's your reflex again? My reflex is four, so I, I can That's fail it. Okay. I can't fail it completely, but... Coda pulls off the seven. I got a natural 19, so I'm That's fine. That's fine, and pulls off the seven. <laughs> so the three of you see this coming in by sort of mutual agreement. You know, Silver and uh, Iliosa and Dakota grab the dying Viric and pull him up towards the all sort of shuffle several metres off. And something goes onto the stage next to them and a couple of people you know mutter and point and there's a couple of little chuckles from the audience but you know some stage hand blew it he's probably getting fired yeah, yeah. like that guy down there untying the rope yeah, yeah. he's probably getting fired and Jack when you look around you see Meliara kind of folding her arms uh, Jack will look over at her this <laughs> <laughs> she she looks innocent while managing to smirk simultaneously. Yeah. <clears throat> Can't right. believe she's trying to sabotage this. And Archibald comes running through the background, having completely missed all of this. He's got no perception check of any kind. <laughs> yeah. Jack, 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 Jack! What are you doing? Move into place. Alec's big number is coming. The fire. The what? fire is what it all depends on. Don't worry. I've been waiting to set a big building on fire my whole life. <laughs> All this is happening while Garen, having missed the other uh, landing, is just hanging from the rock. Oh, no. <laughs> sagging very slowly. Your escape method is going to be sagging very slowly. Oh, yeah. I just have to stay here until the last of the ground leaps. <laughs> and shirtless, shirtless Nakota looks down at Silver, who is, you're, you're not dying, you're merely mortally wounded. Yep, really? He, he looks to Iliotra and says, I'm so sorry... I did not see what I should have seen. I have been tricked and deceived. I should have seen what is right in front of me and lifts Silver up in the manly pose. And at this point, Silver, you're, you loll your head sideways because you're, you're dying, quote-unquote, yeah. and stare out at the audience. And you see a whole bunch of people looking at you with interest and enthusiasm, unsurprisingly. Mm. Two of them in the skybox looking at you particularly interesting <laughs> enthusiastically. Yeah. One of whom is Tanith Mandravius, the other of whom is Octavia Mandravius. Both of them yeah. are literally watching this with opera glasses. Yeah. And they're speaking to each other slightly in a conversation you can't possibly hear from yeah. where you are. And sort of pointing and like it at this point, you know, you're shirtless, the spotlight is blatantly on you. Yeah. You are the absolute full centre of attention <laughs> for this yeah. moment. See? They're looking at it and muttering to each other like And and you are being held in the arms of a Shante man they yeah. might recognise. Yeah. <laughs> Although in, in all fairness, it's entirely possible that Toby is incapable of recognising a Shante man. Yeah, it's like all Shante are the same. We know these people. Uh, and can you now give me a disguise check? Yeah. I am perfectly happy if you want to have cast disguise self on oh, yourself yeah, going in. Was, you knew this was, was going to happen. Yeah. I was, I was a different that. Chalaxian. Yeah, yeah. No, my, 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 um, the, the Chalaxian, I, well, I, I disguise, when I disguise myself as silver, I have a, a separate Varusian face that I yeah. have. I have a similar thing with the Chalaxian. I have a, an equally attractive but different, different Chalaxian face. It's also because you're singing here. And yeah. of course they've heard you sing numerous yeah. times. So, so that gives me a plus ten, which gets cancelled out by the fact that they're relatives. Uh, no, no. Give me your roll normally, yeah. and I will They'll give work you that out. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, this all comes down. Yeah, you're to adding ten to your roll, and I'm adding ten to mine. So yeah. Okay. Just work it out. <sighs> Calm down, Susan. You've got this. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> 
this, this you may still, you may still do it. No, I probably won't actually. Maybe. They are not getting their full plus ten because they are not actually having a proper interaction with oh, you. Oh, okay, they are that's watching bluff, you on stage. Yeah, bluff. Yeah. bluff. So that's fifteen plus ten, is it? Yep, yep. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. And can you give me a sense motive check at minus? I'll give you the same minus five they're having because they're far away too. Um, sense motive. That's twenty-two minus five is seventeen. 17. Yeah. Oh, come on, come on. So <laughs> don't let the kid out of the bag. <laughs> Remember that if it does, it will only add to the drama. I know. <laughs> you see them. You see them looking down and pointing and discussing <laughs> with each other. Um, Octavia seems to be quite happy with the performance she's seen. She seems to be quite taken with the you know high quality singing that is mm. going on here. She has swept away in the performance. Yay. You can actually perceive that this has fooled her. She is taken in by the act. Thank goodness my mum isn't very good at this. <laughs> so the worst case scenario has been avoided. Um, yes. Tanith is watching on with a lot of interest. At this distance, you're really struggling to tell. You know that he is literally a patron of the arts. You know, yeah. he likes plays and all this kind yeah. of thing. He would be interested in this anyway. Mm-hmm. You just can't tell if it's paternal interest or, you know... Oh, oh man, this is going to be the entire campaign. Does he know or doesn't he? Exactly. Turn out. Because you know, that, you know that Tanith is vaguely interested in what Silver Rose is doing anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you receive no further information. <laughs> <Tanith. laughs> Spill the beans. <laughs> Have no, do you know? But on the bright side, Octavia didn't work it out, so that's yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then Elika stands up as Nico as Nakoda carries Don't worry now. Everything will turn out all right. This is for the best. This is what is meant to be. <laughs> so he carries you out to applause. Yay. Um, and at this stage, a couple of things are going to happen. Elikir yeah. is going to stand up and sing Iliosa's big grand finale. She agonizes over whether to run off after Viric, who she's declared her love for now. Oh. Um, she, she chooses you. Yay. Um, of course. Or whether she is going to stay and fight the fire and all the extras are lying round on stage burning and wiggling their arms and legs yeah. and that sort of thing and ultimately she chooses to stay and fight the fire and runs off into the big dramatic ball of flame and dies off screen mm. um, so this is one of the last numbers of the play and before that I think we should have our perform checks Ooh. Ooh, this is where it gets interesting so yes. I will absolutely hand people plus fours because not only have you actually um, sung songs you actually wrote songs as well <laughs> so uh, Silver you have the option of just taking ten on your roll because you are a trained performer you can put out a consistent performance without having to blink. Oh, okay, or so you that'll may... be naturally a 19 plus 4, so it's naturally a 23? Yeah, whatever it adds up to. Yeah, okay. Or, I might... or you may roll. Uh, this, and this is one of those more successes are better, because yeah. this is literally the, the quality of the play. Yeah, so I don't know <laughs> if Garen needs to make a perform check or if he could make a perform aid another, because he's technically... I would, I would buy that for a dollar. Yeah, so I another you. You yeah. may still add the plus four to your roll. You know? Yeah, and as I am a trained performer, yep. I can also take ten. Nice. Because okay, so, Garen, only you were rolling for the looks of things. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, and you can make this worse, which is you, yeah. you put her at the wrong places. There's thumps of dwarven feet. Oh, nope, rolling that fails, but it doesn't fail too badly. That's a seven. Okay, so you you, you are legs. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> you perform well as legs. Did you add the plus four to it? Yes. Ah, yeah. it's untrained. Ah, should I should I roll? Because I mean, technically, if I, I can, I can. You've got them. really good perform. What's your perform? My perform is nine. Yeah, it is good. I'm not going to. I'm I'm pretty content with my seven. I've got a fifty percent chance, but you, yours is better. You can roll if you want to. Yeah. Okay. So there's just of a chance that yeah. I, I, cause like, <clears throat> to the passing rate is what like a ten or something, isn't it? Or something? Yeah, but it's just how good. Uh, it's a five to not out and out um, make the play worse. Be yeah. like, I'm Verric, I'm Verric the Thickthy Guy. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, um, so at minimum, I'm going to get a ten. Yeah. Because um, I can't roll below a one. <sighs> Come on, give me a, a cool, cool roll. Oh, fuck. Okay, so I should have I should have not rolled. Yeah. Oh, I want to re-roll that. Yeah, but it's too late now. It's too late. Oh, fuck. so how much was it? That was um. Oh, that was. I'm so What's angry. Your, yeah, I just. Uh, your perform so was fifteen plus um, four is nineteen. Yeah. I, I really want that to be better. So that is one success. Well, you could use your last fate oh. point, Susan, but it could be another six sessions before we level. Of plague, so this I really wouldn't. is her thing, though. I it's know true. this is really my thing. All right, <laughs> you were told by uh, your Herald reading, <laughs> yeah, it would be a plague to yeah. save the city. Oh yeah. my gosh! I, I do you want to use a different dice? I've been consistently rolling badly with that dice. Uh, you are welcome at this point to take ten if on the reroll, if you so desire, Ooh, that's a good or point. you can reroll a reroll. Oh. I do want to re-roll it because I do want to do a really good okay, performance. You're not allowed to complain or re-roll if you roll a three. Yeah, Which okay. is very possible. Fifteen. Yes! yes. There we go. Thank you. So that's okay. plus four is nineteen plus your performance, it's, which it's is... 24. Um, 24 plus four is 28. There we go. Nice. Uh, okay, you, are, you. you are the <laughs> That is three successes. Yes. There we go. Alright. Um, Jack um, my shoulders. does not have the confidence to not take ten. She is going to do this out of her trained performance skills. Yep. So she um so um the deal with the street magician thing is that there are lots of little effects to make um, Martin look cool or evil or silly as the appropriate yep. thing is performed. Plus, Jack has natural patter and the ability to think on her feet and kind of roll yeah, with it. Gauge the audience. Yes, yeah, so and that kind of thing. So, Jack gets uh, 17 plus 4 for a total of 21 to be the villain. Nice. Aided not at all by Mr. Dwarvy Legs, whose contribution is not tripping, but it's you know, he's amazing. not a stage. That's nice. That will net you two successes. Really yeah. Happy. <laughs> and um, you know, in all fairness, it wouldn't have worked at all without you because <laughs> I, I can't be I can't be medium sized. Did it make it worse? That was my goal. <laughs> For a relative standing here, uh, DC ten is a you know like street busker style, good enough to listen to. Mm. Uh, Fifteen is an enjoyable performance. Twenty is a great performance. Uh, that's professional level. There we go. Yes. Uh, Twenty five is memorable. In time, you may come to the attention of noble patrons and develop a national reputation. Uh, and 30 years in time, you may draw the attention of extra planar beings. Which is what Sierra did. Yeah, what Sierra did. So, people applaud wildly um, when Martin dies comedically. Yeah. Um, and people <laughs> applaud wildly when um, 
when when Verrick is mortally wounded and carried out, yeah. and you see lots of women silver in the audience going, oh. <laughs> oh. fanning themselves yep. and making eyes at you and all this sort of thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure several people would like to uh, <clears throat> patronize you. <laughs> Alright, and then Elika stands up and does her number. Yes. And do you want her number? Yes. Yes, of course we do. Especially silver. <laughs> Especially silver. How do I choose who lives and who dies? Why must it be me? Be it father or son, cousin or niece, I destroy a family. I stand alone between the flame and the city. My life, my love, it is not meant to be. I stand as a fulcrum, the fate upon my head, the weight upon my shoulders. Do I throw off my load? my responsibility to live a life happy and free yet I also must choose for those who come after from the future I hear their plea my life my love for the future of so many I stand alone in fire so bright and I know as I have always known that I will do what is right. So as she sings this, um, Iliosa gestures of how do I choose who lives or who dies and points to one side where there's a family in the fire and then points to the other side where there's a family there. My life, my love, it is not meant to be. She reaches out after where Verrick has departed off stage and then turns away. And the last one, she says, And I know, as I have always known, I will do what is right. And she turns and runs full bore straight at Jack. Yep, and the fire seems to part before her and then dramatically closes in around her. Or does it? Or does it? (gasps) Jack? Yes? Pause. Yes? Wind back slightly. Oh, no. So, Jack, you've um, practiced this as best you can. This is a fairly expensive wand, so... The director has not had you actually activate it yeah. and um, waste the charges on it because he can't get more. Yeah. Certainly not on this kind of notice. Um, there is a guy. Um, there is a guy who comes with the opera house named Raffi, who is literally, you know, bored. he he's not a complete mental handicap, but he's bordering on being a simpleton. Um, whose job is kind of to stand there and hand people things as they run on stage. It's not exactly intellectual. And he stands off to the side with this big queue of props. And 
Jack, you are standing there, you know, you've got to rush back into position, having just saved everyone from a garbage dump. And he sort of, here you are, hands you the wand. You turn and point it at Iliosa. Uh, and can you give me either a spellcraft or a use magic device check before you activate this to realise this is not the wand of illusory fire? Ooh. Shit. I love this dice. This dice is friend to me tonight. Yeah, that's a great dice. Um, 23. Okay, so... The, the wand is basically, it looks like what you've seen, like the vast majority of wands. It's sort of a white, ivory-esque stick with runic carvings on it. Jack, you take it off without really paying attention. Activating this should be a cinch for you. You just need to pour some magic into it. And you go to do so as Iliosa rushes towards you and you realise what you're holding is a wand of fireball. Shit! Yes. <sighs> a little bit too realistic. <sighs> and what are you going to do about it, if anything? <laughs> Alright. Because she's running at you expecting something to happen. Alright. Is there a wand, is there a real wand on the table? Doofus there is standing there with a wand and he just hands you it looking so he's only got given it. He probably got given it by Merlin now or whatever her name is. Um, do you have an illusion spell? Not an illusion spell of the size that's necessary to do this. I mean, I can do a f- I can do the fireball somewhere other than right at Iliosa and set the stage actually on fire, but that doesn't yeah. seem. Oh, that's that's got some nads. <laughs> yeah, that's something. I'm pretty sure Sabrina would kill you. Hang on, no wait, because fireball doesn't really set things. It would if I drop it where Iliosa isn't. It is a burst of magical flame that. Um, sears instantly and then goes out. Yeah. So it, it actually won't necessarily produce exactly the dramatic effect it's supposed to, which is billowing flames that she yeah. staggers round and dies in. No, but it's um but it's a lot better than nothing, which is, you know, the my alternative is a tiny little fire. Yeah. It'll be sad. Well you can just rely on her making a reflex save. Yeah. No, no, on stage. She made the extremely voice. important spellcraft rolls and I already realised this is not the wand, but what the wand will actually do when you shoot it at the queen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's got monthly balls now, so she may be able to evade. Uh, I'm not going to. The throw audience it. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to throw it at the queen and trust that her evasion is yeah, there. When, no, when last you saw her, she had enough improved unarmed strike to punch one guy. So. Yeah. No, what I mean is, if she is near it when you do it to the middle of the stage, she can evade it. No, but the audience can't. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking. Is there somewhere I could drop this on stage where it will provide a big dramatic fireball without hitting uh, anybody? It was spellcraft that you used for that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. You know how a fireball works, how big it is, etc., yeah. etc. Et um, you are likely to just catch Iliosa with the back of it. It is not going to hurt her. It is damn sure going to surprise her, though. Yeah. And then it's on her to keep the performance going. But yeah. Jack has literally got maybe three seconds to think about this. Yes, plus the, um, you know, the thing is, she'll also be damn surprised if no fire at all turns up and she has to die in invisible fire. You get the wand and you go, ha, I'm ready for my big thing. Right, fireball. Holy shit, fireball! (laughs) Oh god, she's going to win it. Fireball! Yep, so Jack aims the fireball carefully where no one will actually die. Yeah. Save, uh, which she will trivially make with the amount of bonuses she's getting to this. Um, this looks a little off, and actually, what I'll do, Jack, is I will get you to make me another perform street magician. If you can take 10 and hit a 15, that will be perfectly adequate for this purpose. I can. You need to make this 
it's okay if it misses her because nobody expects you to actually set the queen on actual fire. Except it, whichever prick substituted the one. But it needs to look close enough that yeah. that um, it isn't obviously <laughs> the, the audience going, <laughs> yeah, okay, there's a fire over here and, and yeah. Alica over here. So you throw this fireball and it goes... Boom! As the ins- the middle of the stage explodes in a wreath of flame and fire loops out and curls in all directions, Iliosa looks round at the she-, she feels the heat of the very real flame streaming <laughs> off towards her, throws an arm up in front of herself and leaps backwards and goes, Ha! As she falls and slides across the stage. Wow. Manages to look ridiculously dramatic with her natural <laughs> 20 doing so. Damn, girl! Uh, well, if the queen thing doesn't work out, I know she, she's clearly got another living on the stage. And she lies there, um, it must be said, on fire. Her ah. dress actually catches fire briefly, burns slightly up her arm, and she dramatically thrashes around slapping at it and putting it out in a way that looks like her dying death throes, and then two seconds later the fire goes out altogether because yeah. it's magic. And people just accept that as the magic of the stage. That's yeah. what the fire was supposed to look like. And everyone, woo! Applauds wildly. Oh man. Uh, you don't kill the queen so that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. You oh. keep the performance going. So Preja doesn't have to kill you. <laughs> No, but she might need to kill someone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to find out if Mil- I'm going to find out if Milani was behind that one. And Iliosa, for her performance of the decision, she can sing magnificently. She mm. takes ten on it as well yeah. and gets twenty six. <gasps> Damn! Oh, wow. um, she shit. can she can sing like a trained, you know, operatic singer. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, because Silver's performance was carried on his his excellent singing because yeah. it's based on his performed songs. So yeah. like his songs are like heartfelt and beautifully produced, plus mm. some charisma bonus. You're just yeah. so damn hot, and you're playing a heartthrob. And I've got no shirt on. Yeah, some of the time. Dakota's roles totally boost off the shirt. You must have skill, folks. And yeah. the crowd mm. comes to their feet, applauding wildly as Elica dies. The curtain begins to come down, and we hear a cry of, Praise Asmodeus! The Chalaxian fleet has arrived! And Chalaxian soldiers come in to fight off the rest of the Chalante. Yeah. Um, and Corvosa is saved. Verric, Piero, and then all of the living cast members, and slowly, one by one, all the dead ones, accumulating with Iliosa, come on to take their bows, singing the last song in the play of We Will Remember. Um, do you want to cast an illusion so her dress is kind of not? No, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna settle this privately. Okay. <laughs> so there's no time to fix her outfit. We'll I, we will make the. I thought about tripping her on the way on, but it'll make the plague look bad. No, I'll, I'll meet her in a. I'll, I'll recruit you and Sabrina and meet her in a dark alley after the play. I will do a little bit of this as as Nakota's voice again. As he comes out with Verrick and Pierre, with Verrick and the both of you take yeah. the vows, sharing the male lead role, and sing together. Corvosa has lost much today, yet it has gained much as well. We have seen the strength of its spirits; it will endure. We will remember the prices paid. We will remember the lives lost. 
We will remember her. And everybody turns and Iliosa runs on stage and bows and curtsies. And at this point, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13... 14 out of 15 possible successes, and the crowd goes completely berserk. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, you are missing a couple of your possible successes because they're on Lucy and Sabrina. So yeah. But this is looking like, very good. But the crowd will go berserk anyway, even if they proceed to fail everything over and over. Again. <laughs> yeah, which I think is a safe bet on Serena giving us a nice solid X. You never know, she may surprise us. Lucy could well do well, but it is going to be tough because she is not trained in performance. Yeah, I was God. so happy. I was so happy when um, I found out Street Magician counts as trained in performance. <laughs> I'm so happy you didn't fireball the queen. Yeah, I'm happy about that too. Yeah, but I'm going to have a little look, ch- chat with whoever set me up to fireball the queen, uh, and I'm going to bring my big scary friend. <laughs> and people stand up and applaud wildly, and the curtain comes down, it goes up, and everyone bows and claps and bows and claps and bows and claps. Archibald, Les- Archibald Amadeus runs. On. Oh, I knew that oh. was all going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's so it was, I knew it was all going to be fine. I'm an artistic genius. <laughs> thank you for coming out for this this wondrous performance. I'd like to thank my wonderful performance. Where I had the utmost faith. In. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let us thank the invisible little people, those who have worked upon the set, the legs of this production, as it were. Ra 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 ra. People applaud wildly, and curtains close, and Archibald slumps down. Oh, let's never do that again. <laughs> well, now that the curtains are closed and the stage is obscured. Yep. Now, I know this may be a stereotype, but could someone please grab me a ladder? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Jack will run over and bring you one. Why are you dangling dangling back there, Gar? He lets go of the rope with the rubbish falls. (laughs) Oh, right, that. Good catch. Iliosa looks around this like... (laughs) And people, in an an absence of you endeavouring to corral anyone, people are going to scatter and drift away. If you want to try and corral all the performers up here, you can. No, that's right. Um, what I want something specific. Yep. I want to wind up specifically Sabrina and Silver. Talk to them and oh, then go. Oh, Sabrina and Silver. Oh, oh yeah. God. I'm pissed. Someone, someone's gonna get a talking. Uh, uh, um, you remember that the um, penalty for killing the queen is treason, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's death by torture. Yeah, yeah. Jack death. is not happy at all. Um, so Jack is gonna round up um, Sabrina and Silver mm-hmm. and. Um, so the two of you two can get together. Uh, it's it's pretty obvious to Jack. Um, Iliosa has not noticed that this is not what was supposed to happen. Because yep. she hasn't said boo about it. She seems fine. Yeah, she I'm knew not... she was running at you. You were going to throw a fake yeah. fire at her. She was going to die. Yeah. So as far as she's concerned, that was going. This, this is one of the things the queen doesn't need to know. Yeah. So um, uh, uh, Beck and both and, and so it was uh, terrifying. <laughs> what's um what's her name? Melodia? Me- Melia. Melia. Melia Arconis um paid one of the stagehands to drop a bag of rubbish on you guys. I tried to talk him out of it and Garen seems to have done some kind of swingy thing to prevent it. There's now rubbish on the stage and a couple of stagehands just So that was a mean prank or whatever, I don't care. This this is not a wand of major image. What this is it? a wand of fireball. What? There was a real fireball on the stage? Oh yeah. Because I needed fire, right? Sabrina stops 
and stares at it and <laughs> stares at you. You threw a fireball <laughs> at Queen Iliosa. That was not at Queen Iliosa. That was behind her. You should be really grateful I worked out it was a wand of fireball. I was going to aim it right for her. Why, why not? It wasn't... I thought it was going to... It, it's supposed to be a play. It was supposed to be be a wand of major image. I was expecting a wand of major image. I haven't exactly had a lot of time to practice. Uh, Oh, Sabrina, she she double takes this lady. Right. Yeah, okay. Now she's up with the play. Because she's taking it as Jack's like, yeah, I was fireballing the queen. You won't. (laughs) So Jack doesn't necessarily explain the super law. So Silver's really scary, right? So you and me, you and we're all going to go find Melia Arcona in a back alley right now. Silver's going to find out. Are you sure it's her? No. You're going to ask her if it is with your scary voice. Where did you get the, the, the wand? The prop guy gave it to me. Why don't you ask the prop guy where you got it from? Okay, you can do that in your scary voice, but if it is Amelia Arcona, you and me are going to beat the crap out of her. <laughs> <laughs> then you can arrest her if you want. <laughs> Come on, let's go talk to the prop guy. Uh, Rafi is standing over in the corner, sort of literally thumb, thumb kind of up his nose. Good play. I don't think he knows anything. I think we should ask Melia. No, we can figure this out. Raphia, come here. Trots amiably over. So that stick you gave the little gnome... Magic wand, yeah. Where'd you find that? He looks at you like you're kind of dim. It's for the play. Where did you get it? He looks kind of... It's a prop for the play. Was it in your pocket? Were you carrying it, or did somebody give it to you? There, there was supposed to be fire, but then someone said this would make different fire. Who was that? Well, the fox lady, of course. The fox lady. The fox lady. He nods like he said something satisfactory here and just starts literally wandering off through the conversation. Hang on, come back in a second. What did the fox lady look like? And now you're going to need to intimidate him. Less because he's not prepared to tell you this and more because he doesn't understand why you don't just get it. You've got to sort of oh, rattle details. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this but... guy is not the brain of Britain. And you've got a ridiculously good intimidate. Uh, yeah, but it's 19... I can do so much better. Yeah, so, yeah let's swap dice. <laughs> I'm consistently rolling less than 10 with that dice. I'm have to upgrade my rainbow dice to something that's better. That will beat him without a raise. Yeah. So you get information out of him. Um, and what he says is, is eventually this conversation takes, you know, 10 minutes or so because he's, he's not all there or upstairs. And you get okay. He had the wand of Im- he had the wand of fiery energy, which was what he was supposed to use. And then he said, and then and then one of the people came up to me in costume, and she gave me the other wand and said it made better fire. And she showed me, and she was a fox lady. And you ask him, you know, what do you mean by that? You yeah, fucking idiot. And you you extrapolate several more things from your question here. He's not talking about a foxy lady. He's, he describes somebody who looks like 
a kitsune-style fox, walked up to him... Oh, God, it is! ...and gave him the wand and told him it was what was supposed to happen, he nodded amiably and agreed to do it. You don't think it would be awesomely hard to persuade this guy to do things of that nature. So, um, you know, she wouldn't have had to have been using massive amounts of mind magic or anything. Um... He of he he describes somebody in a fox woman costume because that's his extrapolation. He doesn't make you you know there is of course no role of any sort of fox woman in the Passion of Saint Elica. Um and so you you ask him, you know, what's the costume he eventually he shrugs and admits, you know he guess I guess it was a real good costume because it looked great. His extrapolation does not go to it was a real fox lady. Yeah. Uh, and then, of note, she fireballed herself and walked out fine to show him it was fine. Right. And from there he went and gave it to Jack to activate as he was supposed to. Okay. Wow. Alright, that doesn't sound like Melia. There we go. Alright. Okay, I want to beat up someone in a dark alley, but we may have to find her first. She probably wouldn't have been a bad person to beat up, to be honest, but that she's is not all, the culprit for that. That is all the information you can draw out of him, all the useful questions you can think to ask that you can actually bounce out of him. Mm. You ask several more things where he's just generally unhelpful, or doesn't give you anything clear enough to take any actions on. Uh, Alright, at which point uh, it says to me, well, that's about all we got. I'm sorry, I was hoping this was someone we could track down. But maybe you can tell the Queen and we'll ask you around and see if we can find out any more about her? Somebody tried to kill Iliosa again while I was distracted by this. Ah! Bam! Punches the wall. Dents it. (laughs) The wall dies. (laughs) The wall takes 100 damage. (laughs) But we were all watching out for her. She's okay. Yeah, you, only, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to do this alone. There's only a certain amount that we can do. For now, we've got some. We've got. A, we've got a lead on who did it, though. So that's a start. I'm glad you noticed the last moment. If it had been me, I, I would have failed her. It's not your job. It's not your job to do wands and stuff. You do. Stabbing guys who try and ambush her. When you find someone I can stab, tell me who they are. <laughs> I will, believe me. There's some... I don't want to be hurting the Queen. And I'm not thanking whoever st- uh, set me up to be executed for it, neither. And, um, Jack's face goes kind of white around the mouth, and, um, her hand... Uh, uh, and and briefly reaches down and clasps one of your little daggers, and you get yep. the impression, you know, beating them up is going to be so that, you know, they will lie still. <laughs> What comes after? <laughs> but hey, you have a wand of fireball for your treasure list. Yeah, oh. yeah, and I'm keeping it. <laughs> it's mine. In fact, you're probably going to use it on the bastard who used yeah, well, that would, that The would... bastard who used it may actually be immune to fire. Uh, it is a wand of fireball with Jack when you sort of shake it up and down and poke it because I'll leave your previous spellcraft check go past. Uh, it is a wand of fireball with th- with three charges now left on it. it was four? You've just used one. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that was totally. And it presumably had five before Fox Woman set herself yeah. on fire. But that's still great. It's a pretty great spell. 
Yeah. I, I hope to drop it with care, but, um, you know, it would certainly have... To- if we had one of those vampires that wasn't standing next to anyone else on a roof of a building or whatever, it would certainly have taught him to stop messing with us. And then um, that's... At the point where I no longer have someone I specifically want to breed, I'm fine if Sabrina wants to go hang with the Queen. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if Silver and I want to go have a conversation with Malia Arcona about people she doesn't want to cross. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Sweet. <laughs> um, so, Jack, at some point in here you will have a vision from Alica about what you've accomplished, but that will depend on Lucy's scene, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. back to that. Retroactive um, vision. Uh, you go to track down Malia Arcona... Um, she is out of costume and mingling with the hobnobs. There's basically a little party happening out here as um, members of the play. Nobody blinks at you guys wandering mm. around. And several people, darling, that was fabulous gush over silver. And yeah. several more people slap Martin on the back. Yeah. And, ah, oh, you're actually a woman under all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and half sure. the heights. <laughs> that was the damn point acting. <laughs> I hear they did it with stilts. No, no, if she gets bigger by magic, don't be silly. <laughs> well, I would have if I had that spell. I heard there was a dwarf under there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who ever heard of a dwarf performing? You know what's crazy is the dwarf is a medium-sized sized creature, so like technically it's long legs. Because <laughs> you're a little tiny creature sitting yeah. on top of a medium-sized creature, so technically it's long legs. No, it's um, <laughs> Jack is very, very short for a gnome. Yeah, the, and the walls two of, are wide, they're not tall. Yeah, the two of you together are about a six-odd foot guy. Yeah. You just have very thick thighs. <laughs> yeah, that's why a really big great coat. <laughs> Martin's fat. Comedic villain's frequently fat. And yeah, people are swanning around out here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she is just talking to some generic admirer as opposed mm. to hanging out with the actual Gloria. Gloria Arcona is definitely here. Yeah. She has come to this performance. Oh, I bet he is. Um, she is. She's, she's just off in the corner talking to someone and you know, flirting lightly and drinking a few drinks and that sort of thing. Yep, so Jack will walk up to her with her big scary friend in tow. Uh, I'm not sure if she's terribly scared of me, but she will she be. She will be. Yeah. <laughs> she looks around... To, she, she looks around at the two of you, sort of rolls her eyes slightly by way of acknowledgement, then continues her conversation, largely ignoring you. <laughs> you want to talk to me, sweetheart? Around the back. Excuse me, fans, you know. The guy sort of nods, aren't they in the play? A very minor role. <laughs> I was the lead male. <laughs> I played Virick. And you were fantastic. You know, and excuse me. I mean, obviously he couldn't compete with uh, Kyria's handmaid. My character had a name. (laughs) (laughs) She was created for your. No, I won't say anything. (laughs) We want her to leave. She'll just keep talking if we if we argue against her. He swans off elsewhere in the party. She very notably does not go outside into a dark alley with you. Yeah, no, we're just going around to the back of the play area. No, yeah, she's standing fine. right here in the corner of this party. That's fine. Unless you want to endeavour to move her. No, I'm good with. I'm good with here. So that trick you pulled. She looks somewhat blank at you. Oh, it wasn't a trick. I really am that good a singer. I meet with the bag of garbage. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the thing is, 
What do you think your dad would say if we tell him that you tried to ruin his play? Uh, the cousin, technically. Oh, what do you think your co- the cousin would say if you told him you tried to ruin his play? She... Excuse me? I didn't try to ruin that play. Believe me, if I wanted a play ruined, it would be ruined. But I chose to put... Huh, my... I, I, I chose to use my talents in a lesser role to make St. Alica's passion great. I could have been Alica. I could have been Kyria. Instead, I chose to be the handmaiden. Give the little people a chance to shine. She stares down at you as she talks about the little people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Don't pull something like that while we're around, or we'll make you sorry. And I am going to call, I am going to threaten her. I'm looking for Silver to provide back up my threat. With. Am I backing up with support or am I doing the actual I role? want you to do the actual role. It's up yeah. to you whether you want to provide the dialogue. Given Jack's providing the impetuous for this, I'm happy for Jack to provide the flavour dialogue and you yeah. too. Um, so I think I'm going to be leading up. Um, up until now, Silver's just been Silver. Yeah. So he's been all happy and cheerful. Um, suddenly a, a switch turns on. And all of a sudden, his, his there's this big shadow that's cast over from his from his eyebrows over his eyes. So all you see is the whites of his eyes, and the the blue of his eyes is kind of glaring. As um, and he 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 drops his voice and then and leans forward. You nearly made a very very deep deep um big mistake, big grievous mistake. Um, I'm not someone that you want to cross. Yeah, I'm not somebody you want to mess with. Oh, that's that's, put, that's, that's, that's still better than the rolls I've been rolling. <laughs> yeah, the blue dice. Um, so that's twenty-eight. Uh, yes, that will worry her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, goodness. <laughs> Thank you, big burly friend. She's, this character does not have the intimidate to pull off what I need. Several yet. times at this, I'm, I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about in a much less bitch please <laughs> than her usual. Uh, she does. Dare at you though as you intimidate her. Uh, and both of you get a sense motive check here. Uh, her role is penalised by her being shaken here. Oh damn it, I'm back to my rainbow dice and it's rolling crap again. Well, the blue dice roll crap for me if it's any consolation. I get a 5. I've got a 20. Okay. Jack's a little upset she's not concentrating very well. So she is definitely worried by Silver. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she better be. <laughs> she is. I'm a JoJo character. <laughs> if she's um, uh, she seems very sort of wrapped up in herself and her own ego and what's going on for her and all this kind of thing. Um, she seems kind of surprised and blank about what you're telling her, but she seems kind of surprised and blank generally mm. you don't you you can't pick up whether she's lying or not about you know she says I don't know what you're talking about mm. I'm as surprised as you are by this event you're referring to that neither of us know what we're talking about but I saw her yes bribing the stagehand but aren't you here accusing her of fireballing the queen no, 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 no ah, she's, okay. she's doing it all the garbage right no, okay that's the yeah. context the GM Right, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought I thought that was clear when we found out yeah, someone different. Yeah, because we found out that there was a fox lady. Okay, who so was you've responded to you're going to drop garbage on the queen. We're, we're going to drag you out into a back alley and kill you. No, 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 no. We, no, we, we left Sabrina behind. 
what yeah. we're doing if if she had been responsible for spying okay. in the cream we were going to beat her up right. what we're doing here is threatening her to make it clear that she shouldn't try that right. shit again in that case I'll wind that answer back then yeah mm-hmm. um, so she denies it obviously yeah um, but yeah, like you, you kind of know that, yeah. that mm-hmm. she yeah. did it mm-hmm. Uh, what you don't get is any deeper impression of her as to, you know, the why or yeah, the wh- wars. Wh- whether it was something Gloria would have been pissed about or whether he totally knew and signed off on uh, it. Silver, however, you mm-hmm. just hit this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, when you tell her this, you know, she thinks about denying it to your face. She thinks about how she's going to handle the situation. She settles very deliberately on her default. You know, bitch, please, I don't know what you're talking about, mm. etc., etc. But throughout this entire conversation, her mind is clicking away like a little calculator. Ooh. Um, she might look <clears throat> like kind of a brainless bimbo, mm. and it's obviously a role that she goes to as her default. Yeah. But she's thinking behind all of this. Yeah. She's thinking continuously. Yeah. Um, and moreover, she's looking at you, threatening her, and wondering if you look like somebody familiar now that oh. you're doing that. Uh, and can you give me another disguise role? Oh, can I borrow your dice, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, but, um, you still, yeah. um, Lock that other one away. You still got the us. disguise self up, presumably? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So you still got the plus two. Oh yeah, she knows Bordell abstractly. Yeah. yeah, but she doesn't um, know like family. So that's 14 plus 24. Okay, so she looks at you for the briefest moment like there's a flicker of recognition there and then just dismisses it within her own mind. Like, mm. wow, he kind of sounds like that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and she sort of leaves you with this slightly quavering, you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's not a big deal anyway, and I'll do what I want, and, and I, I have to go now. Storms <laughs> off, yep. And, um, Jack Exits will, the party fairly rapidly. Jack left. will um, reach up high to clap Silver on the back. Thanks, you're really good at that stuff. She People knows. just don't quaver before me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> just Silver looks down and down and down <laughs> to the tiny Jack. She knows exactly what's going on. She's not as brainless as she's making out. No. Well, that's worth knowing. She knows exactly what's going on. She's putting on a net. Definitely worth knowing. We should tell the others that as well then. But we need to find out who this fox lady is. I thought... I was hoping it was her because I really want to beat someone up. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love it if it was her, but I don't want to beat her up over something that could possibly not be her. No, I mean, we don't really want trouble with the Arconas just for that. I mean, if she tried Mm. to kill a queen, absolutely. But particularly if she tried to use me to kill a queen. Well, we need to have evidence if we're going to accuse the Arconas or something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you really don't want to try the Arconas on. We don't think you tried to kill the Queen. Yeah. Um, yeah we don't have any proof correct. of any kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Evidence. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Jack's, you know, if we'd found out privately she did it, Jack would have gone with the dark, with the black Elliot kind of resolution. <laughs> Jackie cast illusion spells, people wouldn't necessarily know it was her. Yeah, the positive news is, though, she didn't recognise me. Oh, that's good. And what about your mum and dad? Um, I did have a quick look. I don't think my, well, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty certain that my mum doesn't know. My dad, however, is... It's a little bit harder to read from the distance. It's got that sort of elven inscrutability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 
Brooke's like, your mum's the really scary one, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still oh, well, figuring it's that out. Right side, it's over. Nobody died. Nobody got to, uh, 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 for them, and I didn't murder the queen on stage, so we're all good. Archibald Amadeus swoops in Jackson, and pulls Silver, silver away. Silver Rose, Silver Rose, there are people that you simply must meet, darling. Your career is just getting started. It's on a rocket ship, I tell you, a rocket ship to the stars. Huh? <laughs> is he taking him away to meet the Mandraviuses? <laughs> you really must meet some fine patrons of the art. May I make known to you, Lady Octavia Mandravia? I need to have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Tenneth Mandravia? No, oh, they're, they're just over there. We can seek out the glory, Lord Gloria Arcona first. He's a fine patron of the art. Do you know that he personally paid for the tickets for several of the poorer folk of Corvo, over two hundred of the poorer folk of Corvosa to get into the stands here? I bet they're all Chalexian as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, they might actually be Verisians. That's yeah. the thing about oh, the it's just the Shante that he doesn't like. Yeah. Well, he might be racist, but he is does genuinely help the poor. Yeah. yeah. I now have come to the conclusion that he's um, doing it to assist his evil plans, but it breaks my heart because no one else is doing if anything. You when I say that, I mean nobles, obviously. I don't count Jack, as, as you were broken up with this, um, you see Ven Carlo comes over to you and sort of nods, you know, in, in passing. Nice work. Fine work. Fine work. Got to talk to you. Uh, Got to talk to you afterwards. We'll catch up. I like the moustache. Good luck for you. <laughs> you can twirl it. <laughs> I enjoyed being the villain. It felt natural somehow. I've experimented. It's like in the past, I was a bad person. I've now. experimented, but the silver fox look works better. Clean shaven. <laughs> silver fox. Uh-huh. But you kept that together under difficult conditions. It can't have been easy, but the show went on. Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun.